0: What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the B-Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. I'm hanging out in the Diamond Studio yet again because it's the only place it's, we it's record. Hot. It's, it's hot. And surprisingly, not so hot in here.
1: Yeah. It, it's like- The place co- where I'd, where we'd usually, where it would usually be the hottest, and then now all of a sudden, it's it's kind of like an inverse operation, you know? It's, um, what do they call that? Dry spell in the, in the so it's not so hot. Get it? What? ba bum
0: Anyways, it's a great start. Great start, Corey. How are you today, sir? I'm Corey Smith. You are Michael Vergara.
1: Yes, I am Michael Vergara. This is the B Show, City Wrestling Radio. I'm Michael Vergara. How are are you? you You're listening to City Wrestling Radio. (laughs) Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, City Wrestling Radio, despite the fact, yeah, despite the fact that it is, it's it's, we're getting into a hot streak. You know, it's we're getting into Tomohiro Ishii territory. G1 last year. Well, both
0: uh, you know, actually, in San Francisco, it's getting warm, and in wrestling because last night. Was hot like fire,
1: yeah. I mean, I would imagine like it's not. It's again like you know most people like given granted like due to the fact that SmackDown, SmackDown's going on Fox. People are thinking, oh, we're we're gonna be in the new uh, boom period. Like we're not, we're not there. We're not there yet. It'll probably, if anything, it'll probably take five years at best to enter that boom period. We just, we just opened the door. We just have to, you know, Mm -hmm. there's walking through that door, and then there's you know, owning the room, and we haven't even we haven't even walked through this door yet. We just we're just looking at the room.
0: Well, you know what? Last night was great. Last night AEW, was very great. NXT, uh,
1: they both happened. An absolutely tremendous four hours worth of wrestling, which you would think nobody would ever say that sentence ever at all. That's not completely true. I mean, we we've watched pay per views. What is the mo- okay? What is the at most perfect four hours of wrestling you can think of?
0: like well, guess at that point because it is like
1: because there's always going to be a low lull period, right? Yeah. And even then, even then these two shows had their lull periods, but it was definitely needed. Like, you know, less so with AEW because that seemed like a fucking show that never stopped, but with NXT, like there they still had their WWE pacing. It's just that the the things that they pushed and the things that were actually considered very important were really fucking good.
0: Okay, but before uh, we break everything down, what did you think of the shows? And like, just in general, both great.
1: I mean, I feel like I said it already. Like, I thought like the it was, you know, the four hours tr- like went by real fast. Um, you know, I we we would always dread about like a three hour program of Raw and then the two hour of SmackDown every week, and I just thought that just the exact pace that in particular with AEW where. They had there's this phase of this show, like they had those two semifinals mm-hmm. and then just went, they just never stopped. That show just never stopped. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, we're going to talk about all of that today here on the Beast Show, plus uh, some news. But before we get into all of that, guys, don't forget to like, share and subscribe at CWR415. That's on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram for all of your uh, wrestling news needs. You know, we fulfill all those needs on social media. Um, go follow us because like I said I give out I let you know stuff that I don't even talk about Here on the show anymore I used to talk about birthdays On the show yeah who's Sapphire Sapphire was uh, Dusty's manager Oh, In WWF that remember? shows my ass um, But uh, Sapphire Did pa- uh, pass away years ago but today would have been Her f- uh, 85th birthday I believe It was Wow. but yeah you can follow Us on Instagram and you get to see whose birthday It is every single day You know whose birthday it is today too uh, uh, Uncle Davey Uncle Davy Meltzer, Davy Boy
1: Richards. Oh, Dave Meltzer. Yeah, you know the dirty, the dirt sheet, the dirty Dave Meltzer, dirt sheet Dave himself. You know the who we, um, who we, and most likely all other pot wrestling podcasters just bow at the altar, saying he'll he'll do no wrong. Do you ever think one day like I'm going to work for that guy or work with that guy? Like we're kind of
0: in the same region and we kind of do the same thing.
1: That dude has a tremendous amount of work ethic to a to levels I, I don't think I would ever reach. Come on, you got work ethic. I got a work ethic, and that is, you know, doing this podcast. That's as far as I'm th- going. That, that's pretty good. I like
0: that. <laughs> um, I applied to be a writer one time on on Wrestling server. Yeah, how that uh, turned out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "We're looking for actual writers, not um, talent, to be on air." You know what I mean?
1: Oh, so you were you were thinking? I was I I was like, "You I'm were going like- there under the guys that you would just be like a hoster." Because like- I've
0: I've written for media. You know what I mean? Yeah. For podcast, I've written for. You shot your shot. Yeah, I did. That's all that really matters. But I think it was Garrett Gonzalez. He said, hey, email me back another time. And I said, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, thanks, Garrett. Thank you, Garrett. But um, follow us on all that. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, Also, uh, wherever you're listening, don't forget to give a little thumbs up. If that is a thumbs up or a heart. Uh, What else is like another sign of liking something? Of an affection? Yeah. on A like? Yeah, a like. There you go. Yeah. Like a like. On, you know, whatever podcast app you're listening to, whether it's soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio or the other fine podcast delivery applications. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Castbox, and Spotify. No, because Spotify is super easy. so So's Castbox. They're all good. But whichever you do, like us, please
1: anyways enough rambling on today let's talk news yeah let's not let's not get into ourselves into a big mess and just talk about an actual mess which is i don't want to talk about an actual mess i don't want to talk about an actual mess i don't want to talk about an actual mess we are we are going to talk about an actual mess Corey, and that is sorry i was glitching okay (laughs) yeah WWE 2K20 that uh, came out Tuesday I think um, it did. Roman Reigns Becky Lynch on the cover you you've, you've, you've fought, seen the commercials you've seen the commercials for sorry about your glass ceiling she broke the glass ceiling yeah get it <laughs> uh. or like oh it's good th- it's cool that a woman's a man. You know Back what, in my day, you know I what, was man.
0: The biggest thing about that commercial and no one pointed out, why are all these cool Hulk Hogan's male... a fucking racist? Yeah. Why are all these cool male wrestlers, first off, hanging out with Hulk Hogan? Secondly, hanging out in a no-female-allowed establishment. No, know, it... Hey, she had to come through the ceiling. I mean, she broke. She went through
1: the ceiling, but then Bailey's in that commercial. Charlotte's in that commercial. Not in the in the room, are they? No, they're in the room. Oh, then why was? was Because you're not paying attention, Corey. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. I I'm gonna rewatch this. I'm going to bet you a copy of WWE 2K20. If I'm wrong, I have to buy you a copy of WWE 2K. Actually, no, I shouldn't be supporting this. You know why? Because newsflash, people, WWE 2K20 fucking sucks. Yeah. It's uh, uh, full of glitches, apparently. Yeah. There's... It just came out with a video. Our
0: video just came out online, I guess, yesterday morning, which is 20 minutes of pure glitches from the entire yeah. game. Yeah.
1: You have, like, pretty much just fundamental, like, breaks in the gameplay. You have, like go on I bet you like you follow anybody who's anybody who's right. related to wrestling on Twitter they'll they'll retweet or tweet about all the videos that's been circulating around and the hashtag I was at fixed WWE 2K20 was yeah. trending was number 13
0: worldwide on Tuesday
1: yeah somebody's got it like somebody's listening but then like you see videos of Ronda Rousey no Charlotte Flair just as she attempts a pin like she just starts rolling around the ring oh, and, and, it and it just like, never
0: stops and it never stops did you see the one where uh, well there was actually one that was like really weird every time someone tried to add China to DX, it would delete DX.
1: Oh my God.
0: Which is like, I was like, well, that's fucking, that's just a weird one. Like, yeah.
1: or like there's a video, where, like if you try to choose Kofi Kingston 2010, it will always automatically select Kofi Kingston 2012. Oh. So Kofi Kingston 2010 just doesn't exist. That's bullshit. Or like you just have no access to it. Um, they're there's they're a, burying him. Yeah. There's a, there's actually like, and there's also some examples of laziness where there's a character called ribby. He's like, you know, mascot character. Okay. He's a giant rib yeah get it um if you wait is a guy dressed like a giant rib or it is just a giant no he's a giant rib you know how like mascot suits, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. and so if you if you under if you go to the character edit character editor and if you just start removing the the elements yeah start removing the elements of that mascot costume straight up james ellsworth is it really yeah whoa it's crazy because he's he's small enough just to fit into that thing that's creepy and uh oh yeah very creepy and uh yeah keep that mascot out of the fucking high school uh, football games yeah so a lot a lot of back <laughs> a lot of background has been since i mean a lot of back yeah a lot of background has been going out since then about the development of this game um in case you haven't already known like for years upon years almost 20 years yukes uh, media creators former owners of new japan pro wrestling actually Wait, um, the former what? They used to own. They used to own majority stake of New Japan Pro Wrestling huh. until they sold that's, it. That's interesting. Oh yeah, never knew that. Until they sold it to Bushiroad. Um, so Bushi. they would they would be the guys and girls to develop the WWE SmackDown games starting or with non binaries. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like the SmackDown games, like since 1999. So yeah, pretty much 20 years, and they've been. You know, from my memory they've been really good. Like I from my childhood, I would have vividly remember playing SmackDown 2 know Your Role. Like I was a PlayStation kid, so I was never really into the Same. No Mercies and the Wrestlemanias. I had an I mean I had an N64 Yeah, and, and
0: those i didn't play those religiously.
1: And those are highly regarded as the best games and as somebody who's like who Ugh. never grew up playing those games and then playing them in 2019 I just you know, it's just it's not it's not communicating well with me. WrestleMania 2000, I'll be honest, I played that game probably every day for
0: about 5 years.
1: Okay. Okay. And no. Yeah. It had That's like,
0: cool. like ultimate like replayability. Yeah. Uh, everything about it was just fucking like awesome.
1: really like the game, the wrestling game of my childhood. It was the first SmackDown versus Raw. Yeah. Because I, it was during the time when I started getting into wrestling. I know here comes the pain was the better one. Here comes the pain. Um, but then that was a period where I just wasn't watching wrestling and Spike TV just didn't reach my house at that time. But yeah, Uke's you know prolific, well known. As pretty much the only wrestling developers of uh, of over the past for near decades, and yeah, you have a couple of you know strays there. You have your TNA Impact game. You had like. You know, your fringe fire. I mean, you have fire pro wrestling, but really it was all about WWE. And so you, they have decided, I think this was like six months ago where they have decided to create internal competition within each other by creating just pretty much splitting the company in two and then have one team create the WWE games and then have another team create uh, a separate game just to compete with, you know, they want internal competition just so they want to. They want to up the
0: ante. They, yes, they yes, want yes, these people much. to really work for the game. They don't want to just be lazy.
1: And so as soon as two K uh, Take Two Interactive, the publishers for of said two K games caught wind of this, they pretty much just they pretty much just cut Yuke's entirely. They kind of just split off. Okay. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Corey. I'm trying um, to so that's our that's our soundboard, the introduction of our soundboard. Um, it was on the other day, but you know. Yeah. Um well, first time for me. But then, so 2K caught one of this, and so this is the first year that Visual Concepts is pretty much making this game from the ground up. Now, one of the biggest caveats about making these games, they're contractually obligated to release one every year. Yeah. So I'm just going to pull like this up. Like, by
0: a certain time. Yeah. Uh, not just, you know, well, we'll do one a year, yeah. and when it's
1: done, it's done. So I'm just going to pull this up from this GameSpot article. Uh, from Matt Elfering and Chris E Hayner. Oh, Chris Hayner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The illustrious Chris Hayner. Uh, they wrote an article, spoke to Lionel Jinx creative director of visual concepts about the future ahead for the 2k series which includes the work done on ww2k20 and i quote i think freeing is the first feeling that you get when you realize that now that all the ideas that you had and wanted to pursue are now at your fingertips that's the first feeling you have and the second one you have is the reality where that sets in where you're like oh now that's oh now that it's all ours that means we have to write tools and write systems and actually understand how these things were really put together every system every piece of code and every art asset had to go through our p- pipeline, had to go through us. And it was our responsibility sp- responsibility to make sure that we understood everything that we're putting in the game from front to back, right? And this is 20 years of just ux code, ux art, ux pipelines that we had to take apart and understand. Not only understand, but make it ours and try to make it better at the same time or make it as good as it was. Now imagine that, but you got less than a year. So, so I do not envy anybody involved with this situation yeah. if anything i'm gonna have to place the blame with fucking wwe on this one for not instilling if they knew this was gonna happen and granted there's gonna be new consoles coming up and i get and i get you and i get it like they have to release a game every year to reach profits. christmas christmas is coming soon michael yeah yeah no that i get it's just i get it but i also just don't envy him at that situation and this is what we got and uh, i do not like that's really just how really this just came to be
0: yeah it's one of those things too because you it's know it's getting panned
1: it's getting hammered
0: uh it, what it sounds like to me is that 2k was like okay yukes we're gonna make this game yukes left and all of a sudden they were just like well fuck we can't find anybody else to help us make this game we can't <sighs> and we can barely do it ourselves we'll do it so city wrestling radio we'll make a video game uh, all right can we just make a new cover
1: for the old games yeah it'll just be it'll, instead of becky you and, just get on uh, the creative Roman, character mode <laughs> yeah hey I even to this day I still really like the creator character creator mode from those games. Yeah. Like, we should really just release our fo- I mean <laughs> I lost my save data for 2K19. It's pr- I probably still have the one for 2K18. I should just you know should make that our thumbnail <laughs>
0: uh well I have an ult- the ultimate Corey mm. on there mm. that I made great timely he- he's part awesome. of the city wrestling radio ultimate warriors cool one nowadays well you know in WWE it's like a light reference so it's like not a full reference no know,
1: no, man that that USA war room during the draft there was that one dude who was fucking a psyched li- like I said a light
0: reference and he had his fucking face painted but anyways nonetheless uh, 2k20
1: it sucks don't buy it I it's not recommended unless you are a big fan of and I buy the game every
0: year and I, I usually have it pre-ordered and I' still haven't gotten it yet.
1: Uh, are you gonna get it? did you hear
0: up uh, well, uh, maybe I mean I, I will eventually once they're like I the will. once they're like the patches are out and the bugs are fixed I guess I'll think about it
1: they changed their control scheme also what reverse is wa- reverses triangle yeah so X is gra- I think x is gra- I think x was always grab yeah uh, yeah I don't, I don't know I haven't played square with strike I think right yeah, that's all I know and, anyway uh, yeah video games. It's coming, actually, man. I should by, by the time I get home. Modern Warfare is going to unlock. Sweet.
0: Okay. Thank you. That wasn't a good sound effect. That was a shitty sound effects soundboard. Anyways, <laughs> what you got? Anyways, uh, more news. Let's continue with more wrestling news. Uh, we don't have a whole lot. Uh, I do have this though. Eric Bischoff. You know how he, he was fired by WWE. Or let go or whatever it was He's back he's, in the news And he's better than ever uh, Well no uh, he's been on the 83 weeks podcast And he you know, recently spoke about leaving Departing from the
1: WWE So has that gone beyond 83 weeks That podcast
0: Well I think it's always the 83 weeks From today
1: Or no it's not I thought 83, 83 weeks were the weeks that Nitro beat Monday Night Raw on the ratings, and he, was, he would just talk about that. Oh, I'm sure they have done at that point. Yeah. Um, but I feel like he, they just talk about rain. Like, the last episode was like, Scott Hall. Well, what if they just make up shit? Like, oh, wait, there's 84 weeks. We're going to bring you alternative history. 85 weeks. Tony Schiavone never made that call about switching the channel. Yawn. It's like, all right, thanks, Eric. But wrestling what ifs, wrestling that would be that actually be, oh, we'll talk later. Corey. We'll talk later. That's a good um, idea though.
0: But he that would uh, be a pretty good idea. He was fired from WWE, and he also because of that he's he's turned he's he's turned something you know from trash to treasure, you know. Ozy. He's turned his turning lemons into lemonade. There you go. That's the phrase. I was chicken shit
1: to chicken salad.
0: That's a disgusting one. I like the That's a real one. one, though. Okay, I've never heard that one, but it's it's pretty gross. Uh, he CM ca- Punk said it once. He came out with new uh, new T shirts on, uh, I believe, on Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, these are for the eighty three weeks podcast. <clears throat> we also have a uh, T store. Go buy our shirts, though. Uh, but Eric Bischoff, um, his first uh, shirt says the Eric Bischoff or the Bischoff Moving Company. We'll get you there and back again. Eighty three weeks. That's okay. And then the second one well, is I giggled. And the second one is you can find me in catering because eric bischoff apparently loves catered food. that's just kind of sad
1: i don't know i don't know why i I like the the moving company i think that one's funnier than the the catering one because with the moving company like that that cannot that could not have been you know easy for the guy like moving i mean like moving is a stress enough job as it is yeah and the fact that you know you relocated into another state only to have that job last for two months I mean, you know.
0: I mean, I don't know. He, he does, They kind of live the that life of being able to move across country. It does suck. I mean, I get it for anybody. But I don't know.
1: It's one of those things. When you're working with WWE, you should know that. And he said it himself. Like, yeah, it's never It's never a long-term thing. He thought he would only be there for, like, five months. Yeah, he, he was like,
0: I was the scapegoat for the ratings. And I didn't think he said that. No, I know. He? No, he didn't say that. But. Um, that's how I think, like, that's he, just no, how I speculate. He
1: seemed very, um, not apologetic, but, like, he said, well, not even a- humble. He was just, he was very understanding, said, I guess. I didn't work out the way I was planned, and uh,
0: it, it's disappointing, and Vince was disappointed that I didn't work out the way I planned. That so I sounds like, all right, cool.
1: And, oh, yeah, I you. mean, what is it, what do you think this means for Eric Bischoff, like, from this point on? Guys, like, let's it, welcome the new host to City Wrestling Radio. <laughs> I'm back! No. Uh, yeah, because right. I don't see AEW... Having a home for him, no, Espe- dude, no. Like, especially even though you want, even, even, even though you want to conv- invite the comparisons, like, hey, maybe this guy will blah, blah, blah. didn't they
0: even say it at one point that there is no there is no work for him in our company,
1: man, Eric Bischoff. That's quite the that's quite the what do you call it? It, it, it statement, quite the yeah, statement, that's quite the statement you could you put upon that guy. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's the that stint in TNA didn't paint him as a picture. No, but, and I think but,
0: that was one of the biggest things too that, that really
1: yeah uh, like a lot them. of people the people Rubbed like them the wrong way i think i said this like in an earlier podcast like a lot of people backstage used to work for tna and worked for eric bischoff during that time period and they had nothing but terrible things to say about yeah. the guy yeah. or at least did not gel with him at least like fuck you got you got Abyss working at the back as a backstage producer in that show you got sanjay dutt you got aj styles you got bobby Roode. everybody fucking jerry borash Oh yeah, in WWE. Yeah. 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 I like agree. that's the thing. If you can't cut in WWE, like ooh. You have the hurricane back there too. Yeah. <laughs> so it really just makes you think, like, how old Vince McMahon is for him to make Eric Bischoff your perennial ace up, ace in the sleeve, like, back in June. Dude. Like Vince. that's just like that. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like he can't he can only think about things that made Things work back then, not things that can work today. Well, you know you what know, I mean.
0: That, at that point, too, it's just like I think that's anybody too, like that gets like
1: how this how guy seventy four years. How old. many
0: people that are seventy four years old are going to be super in touch with today's culture? And I'm sure there are people out there who are. You know what I mean? listen let us know at CW um But you know, it's it's hard. You know, he he's made a bunch of money off of the. Um, the the goal was it what they call it the federation
1: years, yeah. and then the I think that's era. just something that Eric Bischoff is always just gonna have cl- like in his belt utility belt, where hey, I was the guy that made Nitro, Nitro NWO, I did that. Yeah, uh, he's the one that wanted Nitro to be at Monday. I mean, yeah, Monday nights at eight, give him prime time. Can you believe that there was gonna be two brands though? N-W- you mean o- the W? Oh, the du- NWO, N-W-O o- brand.
0: It was supposed to be N-W-O sp- uh split off as a separate brand. Yeah, but then
1: what would that have been?
0: S- uh, sold it out, I guess.
1: Yeah, you want an entire fucking company promotion dedicated to that fucking show? Really? Is everybody gonna enter in dump trucks? <laughs> Everyone, get on the dump trucks. Let's go. Jesus Christ! All right, let's talk. Uh, speaking s- of dump
0: trucks. Speaking of dump trucks. WWE uh, uh, ratings this week. Uh
1: honestly, like yeah, they're they didn't. Two point three they? four. Yeah, so yeah. they held still with a fair amount of. Co- I I don't know if you. Yeah, yeah. They went they went against the fucking Star Wars trailer, which is which looks fantastic. By the, <laughs> the way. whole show went against the Star Wars trailer. I mean, you jazz, but then that's. I bet you a good chunk of the audience was lost to that. But how about that Star Wars trailer, though? It looks pretty good. He's the movie looks pretty good. C three PO. The music looks per- the, the music was pretty good in that trailer. I don't think C three PO is going to die. Yeah, they're gonna just gonna. I think it, I think he's turning heel, baby. I think they just. I think he's gonna turn heel. Here's what I think is gonna happen. I don't know anything. He's got a He probably. Yeah, he probably. The has, ultimate C3 He probably has a bug in him where the like the empire just has
0: control of him. Has or they controls him,
1: control. or they know where they are, and they're just trying to remove it. And I bet you, in I order know. to remove it, he'll it will, there'll be a brain memory wipe, or he's just gonna die.
0: And his eyes are gonna turn red. <laughs> Yeah. I'm evil I mean, his arm guy. is red. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's for some
1: reason. I, I don't Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah uh, Yeah, Monday Night Raw like yep. it's it held steady and to a point where it's I Want look if you want to look at the glass half full like this that was a show dedicated to getting new guys over right and in de- like giving time to you know all the people that you've drafted who are relatively new and relatively unknown, like, like your Umberto, like yeah. And so, the fact that the ratings didn't do too bad with those guys on, you know, prominently featured. It's kind of a good sign. Yeah. Well, you got to think about this, too, because
0: there was no... Um, the World Series started on Tuesday, so they didn't have to go up against the World Series. But they so.
1: did go get up against Monday Night Football, even though that game in particular was a blowout. great.
0: It was a 33 yeah. nothing victory by the Patriots over the New York Jets. Um, so, you know, at that point, it's, it sounds like a boring game, and people would have tuned out. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, if you're bored, yeah, go ahead and watch Raw. Yeah. I, I, you know, no, I joke, but then I thought that Raw was... You know, I'll be honest. Was actually above average. I'll be honest. I used to work with a guy who was like in his 50s. He didn't watch wrestling. But anytime there was like a, a game that wasn't that great, he'd be like, oh, it's flipping the channels. I turned on wrestling. It was good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I was like, cool. That's yeah. who
1: they want. That's what I feel like. That's what every wrestling company just wants. And they want to maintain that.
0: Yeah. I you mean, know. They don't, yeah. They don't want They don't want us fucking watching.
1: Because like, think about it. Like almost 30, almost 20 years ago, you had at most 11 million people watch wrestling. Oh Jesus. You know what's funny cuz I was No, do, and was then when you research. also combine that shit like WWc WCW and WWF at the time like like yeah, WCW would like be a, there would be a lot they they would a lot more people would be watching WCW, but if you combine those numbers, just think about like the general sum of people, some total people who are actually watching wrestling.
0: I will say this. I was doing some research for a retro rewind show that I'm going to do with Jose Good. next week. Good. Good. And um it was a show taking place in the early '90s, and it said, "Oh, this show didn't air because something happened on the news." The Westminster Dog Show. <laughs> no, no, something happened on the news. It was like a shooting or something,
1: oh, and
0: no. uh, so the show couldn't air. Uh, but it was on a, a replay over the weekend. The replay said this was their lowest numbers: six point nine million viewers. Nice. And I was like,
1: "Ah, we failed this
0: week." WWE can only fucking. But like, you also got
1: to consider the fact that a lot of people era. watched
0: television back in that time. In that yeah, time. and not just clips on YouTube. It was a bigger deal. Their attention know? spans were bigger, I feel like. People today, even me, my attention span, you know. I'm sorry, what? Exactly. Uh, but enough WWE talk. This is the B Show. Let's talk some AEW news. Yep.
1: Light the uh, fuse, break the rules,
0: uh, dynamite. Before we get into the full review, there's a oh. little bit of news. Okay, there's some news. There's <laughs> okay, some news okay. to talk about AEW. Uh, next week, the Rock and Roll Express will be in the house to present the winner. Uh, oh, that's going to be uh, the, so the fantastic. Um, you know, I have Ricky some, Morton. I have some ways to think about how Probably we'll, we'll talk about in the review uh, once we talk about who gets the final and also aew and rick and morty partnership teased for next week's dynamite great rick and morty are all elite are, are you sure you just le- weren't looking at hikaru uh, twitter account this okay so next week's episode dynamite will include a bit of collaboration between aew and adult swim animated rick and morty after
1: aew justin roiland th- is gonna do a thing AEW, aew teased the
0: partnership for next week's show cody Rhodes posted a tweet uh, with some information, spoiler: fans attending a Wednesday show in Charlton uh, for the Halloween, because oh, it's a Halloween show. That's why.
1: Okay, that makes
0: that makes sense. That makes
1: sense. Yeah, but it's really interesting to see that because, like, ah. look at look at AEW's biggest demographic, oh, the Rick. eight the eighteen to forty nine crowd. Yeah, I fucking so love r- Rick
0: and Morty. I love *Wrecking More* do You do? I love.
1: The I show. don't like. I know a lot of people who do. I hated the
0: show for a long. I I didn't give it any chance. I was like, no, the show's cause, uh, you know what it was? It was the was it hiccup? It was oh. the fans. The fans pissed me off, and I saw that fucking Szechuan. The guy,
1: I need my Szechuan sauce,
0: and I was like, I don't want to even want to watch the show. You don't want to be associated. But with But then people. I watched the show, and I was like, oh my yeah, god, just, just it is so funny. It is so funny.
1: Yeah, It's the same way I feel about every time I attend a wrestling event.
0: Hey. Except except for the listeners, it's so good. You yeah. love all our fans. I mean, the ones that buy our. You're like fans. Matt Riddle. I see you get fist bumps to, like everybody. Yeah. At the, every show, you're like, bro.
1: Yeah, bro, but then you know, bro, under that, bro. under that guise, I, I think everybody's garbage. You're I, all garbage. I, I mean, everyone is. You're all
0: garbage. No. Anyways, are, you, are we playing heel? Are you turn heel on us.
1: That's what. She, that's what fucking Matt Riddle said on Twitter when, uh, like, on a selfie video. Remember that time? Like they said, here's all the people who. Did not want to give me a ride because they didn't have enough talent in the room. Oh, because They're it was like people garbage.
0: backstage didn't yeah. want to go. And then chompa
1: just told him to go fuck himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself, dude.
1: I wonder what that is. You know what I mean? It was just, it was just Matt Riddle being, being Matt Riddle. I mean, not even being Matt. I think it's, I honestly think that Matt Riddle is like, he's the reason why he's rubbing shoulders with a lot of people backstage is because. He doesn't really come off as, like, yeah, he always wanted to be, like, WWE was always his be-all, end-all, but, and like, I'll say this, like, I say this, like, lightly... Like he doesn't come off as much of a mark for the company than everybody else is. Like you can tell, Adam Cole like bows at the uh, like bows at the altar of Shawn Michaels and will like listen to every word he says. You'll see you can tell Johnny Gargano and Ricochet they have like watched like watched WWE their whole entire life and just want to be in that platform no matter how bad they're booked and no matter what happens to them. Um, Ciampa, I could just see him telling Riddle to go fuck himself because you know, being a oh. locker, like he is widely con- considered the locker room leader in that regard, I guess, yeah. and he's just you know sticking up for the bo- for the boys. But yeah, just Matt Riddle. Just. I
0: mean, I can see uh, Ciampa being the quote unquote Undertaker of the uh, NXT. Wait, Matt Riddle room. being the oh, Undertaker? Champa, Champa, Champa. He already is. is. Him and
1: Johnny Gargano what I'm already saying. are. That's the same thing. I can. It's believable. Oh. So. Yeah. yeah, You were I'm, writing I'm, You were writing something down. Yeah, you grabbed a piece of paper. What it, is? Just, you want to share with the rest of the class? Uh,
0: just the ideas for later to add to the soundboard.
1: Okay. Is it the Matt Riddle, you're all garbage? No, thing? but now <laughs> <laughs> uh, add it to the list. It, it just made the list? Yeah. You want to make that part of the list too? Is Jericho saying you just made the list? List. Yeah. Okay. List. We'll have a meeting about this. Oh, Jericho. And uh, me discontinuing very sad soundboard anyway is that it for AEW? uh yeah <laughs> we're talking about AEW. we just ended uh, oh who's little... wrestling on dark next week uh i guess we'll talk about that later i don't think those get announced this well, they week. happened.
0: They already happened. So people know. I mean,
1: oh, I thought you meant who's like wrestling dark for next week's tape. No, 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 no. Um, who's on the show? I uh, will talk. I guess. I'll, I had Dustin listen. Rhodes, Sunny Kiss. Oh, they were in a tag match, weren't they? They were in a tag match, and they against, had matching gear, and that was yeah, kind of was awesome. A, yeah, there was a fatal four way with Riho, Penelope Ford, Emmy Sakura. No, not Riho. Emmy Sakura, Penelope Ford, Ali, and oh, somebody Penelope else. Ford. Whew. Somebody else. I, I'm just. I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head right now.
0: I saw Penelope Ford live the first time. I was like. I was like, she's pretty. I'm, I'm in love, very in love.
1: Why do you think Dave Meltzer wears that hoodie?
0: (laughs) Your was it? Your weirdo? It says on it. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know. It was like Penelope Ford, like in attendance. Like he, I remember, like a lot of people was like, "Oh, you're so weird, Meltzer. Why are you trying to get on?" Like Penelope Ford, like, "No, no, no. It's an inside joke. It's an inside joke."
0: You know what? If Penelope Ford gave me a hoodie, I'd wear it every day. Yeah. Every and I'd take pictures and tag her, be like,
1: I'm wearing your hoodie that you gave me. That's
0: exactly what man, thank you. Into. Oh, I'm wearing the hoodie. It's my anyway. birthday. What's up?
1: that it for news. That's it for news. That's it for news. All right, AEW dynamite.
0: Dynamite.
1: Uh, what's the date today? Uh twenty fourth? Yeah, it was the this <laughs> is October twenty third um two thousand nineteen edition of last All night. Elite Wrestling Dynamite. The Accountant starring Ben Affleck was our movie of the week. Only watched the last fifteen minutes of it. Real good final death. I don't know what it was all about. Wait, well, when did that movie come out? Like around like the I 90s? mean, I don't know, it's like like oh. two years ago, I think. Anyways. It was man. back when like Ben Affleck just didn't like explode into three hundred pounds. Oh wait. What? God, damn it. I guess we'll talk about it later. I had more news.
0: But, never mind. No, just say it right now. I'll, I only talked about The Accountant. Okay, good. Uh, you watched The Accountant, but before we talk about AEW, um, what do you call it? All, this weekend is All Pro Wrestling's Halloween Hell. Tomorrow yeah, let's night. bring this up. Tomorrow night, because we got to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, give the local uh, promotion a shout-out. My favorite local promotion, uh, All Pro Wrestling. Uh, so, there's a few matches announced already. Uh, Steven Tresaro was defending his light heavyweight title against uh, Starboy Charlie. So, Charlie is the guy who's, uh, he's like 15 or 16. I think he's 16 years old. Um, but he's been making a splash in the NorCal Pro Wrestling scene. Is he going
1: to give a splash?
0: He probably will. Uh, J.R. Kratos versus Davey Boy Smith Jr. That's going to be a good match. Uh, we also have a heel versus heel. Rick Luxury versus Papo Esco. Uh, which, to me, is, is surprising because both Rick Luxury and uh, Papo Esco, like I said, are both heels. And I don't know if this is going to be a face turn or someone's going to get added to the match, like maybe a surprise entrant. But we'll see. Uh, we also have the world's freshest tag team uh, versus the Bad Boys. Um, Levi Shapiro versus War Pig Jody. Uh, Boyce LeGrand defending his Dynamite Division Championship yeah. against a mystery opponent.
1: World's freshest tag team. You think they ran that by Orange Cassidy because he got the freshly squeezed kind of moniker?
0: No, but if Orange Cassidy comes, then he needs to be a six-man, the third person in that team. Yeah,
1: it should be Orange Cassidy or somebody dressed up like Orange Cassidy.
0: Ooh, maybe someone should 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 join them ringside. But the main event. Is going to be the uh, the War Beast, the tag team, th- the newly crowned tag team champion. So this match Aww, has gone tag team
1: main eventing an indie show. Come
0: on! Well, I don't know if it's main eventing. It might be, but it's one of the biggest matches at the show. Uh, War Beast uh, just won the tag team championships at the West Coast Pro Wrestling Show from Reno Scum, uh, the team of Jacob. God, I don't. I don't. I need to find out the other guy's name. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, Joseph Samuel.
1: Isn't there an MLW pay-per-view like Saturday? And isn't he like on it, Jacob Fatu? So he's, he's probably
0: leaving out of SFO. I mean, yeah. good thing about being in San Francisco is you can fly direct anywhere pretty much from here. Uh God bless him. They're defending their tag. Their newly won tag team championships against the Rock and Roll Express. They're going to be at Halloween Hell. Uh, Ricky Morton and... Yeah. Bobby Eaton. Is it Bobby Eaton? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm glad that that was there we go yep so that's gonna be fun guys um has told us to dress up but wear your costume because we will i'll it's be general it's generally encouraged
1: i mean come on it's fucking halloween
0: i mean nobody nobody's ever said wear your costumes the show me gabriel and our friend eric just did it one year and then all of a sudden we kind of caught it.
1: on it caught everybody on. just started wearing costumes and
0: now people wear costumes and yeah. it's a thing i need to i need to finish getting my costume together uh we dropped hints about it. We dropped hints. I don't uh, know how subtle we actually Gabriel, are. Sh- should I announce Gabriel's costume? He's not scared of it. He, he, he shows zero he fear about it. Zero um, That's not how you say it. In fact, that's- It's th- a hint. It's a hint, Michael.
1: Okay.
0: Come on. I can't just say he's dressing as Pentagon. God no, damn he's, it. No, he's dressing up as Taurus. Um, And there's maybe uh, somebody dressing as Lacey Evans. Maybe. we don't know. Oh, uh, that's
1: know. so traditional.
0: Yeah. But, guys, go to, go get your tickets on Eventbrite. Um, I don't know if Front Row is still available. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Corey. Hey. Hey, you know what? When you're part of the Front Row Mafia, maybe I'll make shirts for that. Maybe that'll be... I
1: love how they call them Mafia, not... Well, I
0: just made that up myself. Oh, okay. Right now. <laughs> the Front Row Mafia. Uh, yeah. So go get your tickets today happy halloween everybody happy halloween
1: so ollie wrestling dynamite excalibur tony shavani and jim ross are on the call as they always are but then a very sudden cold opening we don't get that intro we don't really get that cool ass uh, song. It. i liked it i liked it a lot it made it, I, I liked it in theory i just love that intro i
0: thought something cut off though i was like wait what what's going on
1: it's like and now we got private party versus the lucha brothers one of the two semi-final matches tonight uh, Mark Quinn and Phoenix try to outlucha each other. Release German from Phoenix to Quinn Elevated drop, double drop kick to both Phoenix and Pentagon. I'm just gonna list up a bunch of moves because that's what this fucking match actually was. Isaiah Cassidy does an elevated curb stomp off Quinn to Phoenix. Quinn does a dive on the outside to an enormous height. Silly string to Pentagon. Tag to Phoenix and does an amazing springboard double foot stomp to Quinn That looked awesome. Was it double? double it was the foot, one oh no. where Phoenix bounced off the ropes and then just like he was in the air for at least three seconds. I like
0: uh, Penta's double foot butt stomp
1: i like it too drop kicked into a poison rana from the bros package package pile driver from pentagon to quen to a near fall the fast pacing like seriously the fast pacing of this match like at this point like made these guys like prone to certain botches yeah and i think that's just private party just being
0: green you know okay so the one i was going to say about this match is that private party was good they're green they're not like they're green is ghost shit but they're they're green Uh, They still need to work a little bit harder not harder, but they need to work on their technique and everything
1: and I think and I I heard this before where this them him them and Britt Baker are two examples of people who are super green that could actually benefit from a house show circuit. Um, That's an argument for or, for or or indie shows. <clears throat> yeah, you can have indie shows like just being – but then, you know, it's, but they want – they. It's, a certain, that's a certain just, level that's, of commitment, or yeah. Um, or exclusivity. But like.
0: I was going to say about Private Party is that they did seem like they were um, at times looking uh, – like trying to like look out for cues to
1: hit like – they were on it. They were. Co- they're. They're they bigger. Tr- they're more. Co- uh, they're like it was more choreographed than it was an actual fight. It was. They.
0: They were John Morrisoning it. It was. And like there. Like there were times where I, who Isaiah Cassidy is the one with the hair or no hair.
1: They both have hair. No, well, Mark Quinn is the one with the blonde. Uh, okay. So Cornrow. So Isaiah Hawks.
0: Cassidy. He's the one. I felt like he was at times like not lost, but he had a lost look in his face. Like, okay, what next?
1: Oh no, he was just he was just full adrenaline. Exactly. So, but he was thi- he was he wasn't really thinking he was more doing but once they hit that's it, private party but once they hit it
0: they were on it and they were good yeah and they're learning and they're great athletes and that was awesome
1: and like if, they, if they're if they're good now they're only gonna get better yeah seriously um where am I springboard crucifix pin from Isaiah to Phoenix for another two count corkscrew corkscrew tope from Isaiah to Pentagon on the outside as Quinn does a 540 to Phoenix for a two count can't believe I wrote that, and I can't believe that happened. Gory Bomb, leg drop combination to both private party members from Phoenix. Gin and juice to Phoenix, but Pentagon was the legal man. They tried on Pentagon, but he counters it with a Canadian destroyer. Armbreaker to Quinn. Package as Phoenix. Topes to Isaiah for the pin and the win. Yeah, like I said, constant get my shit in action that I personally love. I can see people kind of, like, be less into it. It's a spot fest. It's a spot fest. There's no story, no psychology, but... I mean, I loved it, and that's all that really matters. Seriously, all four men are great, but Phoenix, in particular, I think, is a talent worth building. Phoenix, what? He's a game winner. He's a winner. Okay, yeah. Phoenix, I think Phoenix is a talent worth building the company around for years. I think that guy. He just like I know, like I said, all four of them are great. I think Pentagon's great, but it's just I. I hope AEW knows. Who they have with Phoenix? I think they like do. with that with his match against Kenny Omega Saturday, which I thought was tremendous. I they need to do something. Like mm-hmm. I hope Lucha Brothers don't win this tournament, but they probably will. No, but I also I don't think so. okay, okay. But I also just hope that Phoenix kind of just blossoms <clears throat> into a singles competitor and just just tear the fucking house down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He would add so much to that roster as a singles competitor, even though the tag even though the tag uh, division is also very no they would lose they would lose a significant a significant amount without the Lucha brothers in my opinion yeah. but you know that was a great match great match what would you think this is great match
0: I mean great. it was back and forth between both teams uh, they're like I said like I said before the um, private party they're trying and they're doing good yeah um, they're just you can tell that they're not as uh, as experienced as some
1: other people yeah uh, we get an AEW tap out commercial no it's not it's a Wardlow video yeah <laughs> he's coming Wardlow is coming yeah he's coming yeah he's coming all over the place great with that we go straight into the second uh semi match of SCU versus Dark Order now what did you think of that them immediately spilling on to the next I, I, I didn't like
0: it you didn't I, like I, it? I, I didn't like how they were just like okay the well, fuck it let's get the tag matches out of the way I thought they I could thought have, it was okay they could have peppered thought them in good. throughout the show I it wasn't horrible but I just... I wasn't a big fan
1: of Well, it. I mean, considering... I was kind of like, what? All right. I think... Because last the, week I was saying the same thing. Well, here's the thing. I think it was mostly because... It it well, it 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 I'll just go through this match yeah. all, like Because it's SCU versus Dark Order All eyes on Dark Order Due to the fact that this was an act that received Probably the most criticism in regards to their presentation And their inability to connect with the audience Evil Uno Because of the fat, gimmick fat, Oh yeah, fat, no no, fat. I think Evil Uno might have the worst look Of all of wrestling today Of all of wrestling ever Considering his style Considering his style And considering the fact that he doesn't really do much With that style he to me has changed the channel uh, he has a changed the channel look he's probably doing that a lot lately you know flush him down the toilet yeah and like yeah uh, so they keep the weird masked young boys with their entrance. They're called creepers, and apparently, according to Jim Ross on commentary, they stole my shoes. Which <laughs> the creepers are. my. Did you weird. see my shoe? Like, Jim Ross, are you it's taking t- off your shoes at commentary?
0: I hey, just want to see that. But, I mean, all right, I'm starting commentary, guys. We're, let me he put puts his shoes, feet up on the table.
1: Let me put my shoes over. Can we get a little fan down here? <laughs> Can we get a fan down here? Anyways, uh, I'm not. Yeah, like I said, I'm not too much of stickler for guys' looks in wrestling. But uh, yeah, Uno's, he just takes me out of it all the goddamn time. Grayson and Kaz to start. Grayson gets into referee Aubrey Edwards' face to a lot of boos, which I thought was really interesting. uh, Apparently, Aubrey Edwards is someone's hashtag woman crush Wednesday. There was a sign for that. Oh, that's nice. In the crowd. Uh, uno has a change <laughs> I keep, again i'm looking at these notes all i can think about all I, all i'm writing about is about uno uh he's billed as 220 pounds <laughs> which i think is hilarious just uh, like jim Ross is six foot nine <laughs> <laughs> inner circle enter the crowd very nice vote of confidence for this match sans uh, jack hagar yeah because he's wrestling this saturday is he re- oh he's no I mean, no he's um he's uh he's well he is wrestling because he is a wrestler but he's doing an mma fight, fight against uh somebody s- yeah some dude named garrett not Gary Gonzalez. Uh, they walk through the crowd and then just go upstairs. Like I seriously think to their I, private box. They have tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go to upstairs. They go to their. They have a private box. And I thought they have this private was party. a party. Vi- Shut up. They have. I thought this was a very like deliberate way to get more heat on the match because they knew dark or a dark order match would just kind of fall silent and 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 to give and to give scu and dark order credit like they kind of maintained that crowd even even with jericho coming into the picture too because i thought like these guys they're solid performers this was a solid match um yeah it's like scu later to grayson for the pin and scu advances to the finals against lucha brothers in the world tag tournament but i thought that this being it wasn't exactly a vote of competence in that regard. Right. Like I thought, it was a, like yeah, yeah. Not much to say about it. No, no. Uh, SCU, I thought I thought Kazarian looked really good. SCU won, um, and so that means yeah, they're facing
0: Lucha Bros. So, my prediction for this final. Okay. You have the Rock and Roll Express presenting the winner. You know, I think you know you had some build up with with the Lucha Brothers and SCU. Obviously, this is the final. I, think I know where you're going with the this. build too. I think SCU should win. And then SCU should take out the Rock and Roll Express and go full heel like they are, like they go every city and say, this is the worst town I've ever been to, and be the heels that they were made to be. Okay. And have Lucha Brothers kind of be the faces again. Because people
1: love the Lucha Brothers. So here's here's what my take on that would be. I think the Lucha Brothers would win the tournament as much as I want Phoenix to be a single star. And I would have the midnight express <laughs> now the rock and roll express um they have them attack lucha brothers like yeah they're he they like okay yeah they're not heels they're never they never were heels in fact they don't uh, thing is no matter what they're just gonna get cheered anyway and it'll just be a match match i just think it would be a way better match if the lucha brothers would face the midnight express i mean the rock and roll express yeah yeah I it would see be a hey, way R. better wrestling. match they
0: are wrestling, and yeah. so, you know. I would
1: rather have Lucha Brothers face the midnight, uh, midnight. I keep on saying Midnight Express. Rock and Roll Express. Or the Rock
0: and Roll Express are handing the winners the titles, look at the titles, and just strike the winners with the titles. And, uh-huh.
1: and, so and it's like, like, hey. And then they challenge each other at full gear oh we're gonna kick into
0: full gear
1: let's just make that and make that already stacked card an already stacked card uh, when is that again it's uh in november 9th the same day as okay. new japan and san jose
0: as jushin's uh u.s retirement match yeah hmm.
1: enjoy that i will i definitely will what is this trying let's, to open my phone i don't it's know it's a bummer because i'd have to fucking pay for an AEW paper pay-per- pay-per-view now <laughs> Uh, anyway anyways joey janela versus kenny omega i thought that this was uh this match was announced i think hours before airtime no it was a day before originally it was supposed to be jack evans versus uh joey janela but it got changed um there was a lot uh, there was a fair amount of criticism towards about about this because i mean in my as i mean in my opinion i thought it was a weird call because a it, it just seems super reactionary just to have kenny omega on the card just to sell out the place right um because it kind of just goes against AEW's philosophy of having faith w- having faith with these um relatively lower end car uh you know lower end names on your show because i think a joey janela jack evans match like on paper just seems a little bit more interesting than a kenny omega one because we've already seen a kenny omega well match. we
0: have on Dark. Yeah. We, uh, not everybody saw that, though, and that's why they were trying to hype up Dark by showing the clips from Dark of their unsanctioned match. And I thought, Hell, you know, Joey Janelle is a great uh, athlete. In my he opinion. showed a lot of
1: chemistry. You no, know, he had a lot of great chemistry with Kenny Omega. And I say that because Kenny Omega, like, you're either going to have a great match with Kenny Omega or you're only going to have a middle, uh, a bad match with him. I feel like there's kind of no in between, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to have a certain level of performance to have a great match with him, and I my expectations with Joey Janela because uh, were kind of tempered because I saw like that that dark that that AEW dark match that he had like the stuff before the weapons I thought was just kind of sloppy. Yeah, it just wasn't kind of my thing. Yeah, and and it only got good when they started introducing the weapons and all the hardcore like. You no know, yeah, spiel yeah, about it definitely and so i was just like going into this like oh i don't know man this might this might actually be uh this might actually be not great but i was wrong actually uh kenny omega enters with no belts uh, no belt um but weird. then but they it was announced but, yes but then justin roberts does acknowledge that he did w- that he is the triple h mega campeon ness and so did the commentary um chain wrestling to start the story so far actually before i say that like they actually showed clips from that triple a show which i thought was kind of cool i was wondering why they just didn't have a belt he would i i guess they didn't want to confuse the audience there i wonder if they just didn't if AAA was like no we're gonna hold on to the belt. but think about it like you enter think about like you how many of the audience members they see kenny omega with a belt they just assume that they missed something you know, yeah, yeah, well, that too, it could like I can see that like being confusing to the I just I audience think it's members. more of like uh
0: you know like how New Japan Pro Wrestling if you go see a New Japan champion and they're not working a New Japan show they're not gonna have that belt most of the time.
1: I mean John Moxley he didn't he didn't come out with a U.S. Championship on Fighter Fest. No, so
0: that that and exactly like they had that didn't they have the belt at um at the pay per view King was it King of Pro Wrestling, uh, where Moxley couldn't make it to the show.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and
0: and so they Lance Archer won the belt. Um, so that means that I'm I'm thinking Triple but, A holds the title. And once you leave, they don't they're like, nah. I think no. it it's honestly. Fucking-
1: I think I think the fact that we we went through this week, they showed the clip of, um, they showed the clip of um, Kenny Omega winning that championship. They let the audience know. They let the television viewers know so that coming into next week, your audience is educated by that fact, and then he'll enter with that belt. You know, yeah, with uh, full clarity in mind, because I, I want him to defend that belt again, like not so much in AEW. I want him to defend it in AAA with that roster. I want him to go against Taurus. I want him to go against uh, Tr- La Parca, uh, the 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 one that's not injured. Um, actually, La hold on, Park. Hold on, I think I mean what? I don't know. There's so, there's a lot there's a lot more to that actually that I'm not willing to get into. What La parka being injured? Well, yeah, the Parker. did you oh, hear I about know, that? I know, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. No. no, but then just the legal things, whatever. But yeah, el hijo del Vikingo. Even though I heard he got injured too. God damn! Calm down, guys. Too many Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yowie chain, wowie. Chain wrestling to start story so far, putting over the fact that Joey can do more than just a hardcore weapon style match excuse me terminator tope to joey in theaters everywhere diving crossbody from the top from joey to omega you can't escape but joey gets the knees up snapdragon suplex not once but twice German into the corner from Joey to and Omega lands just short of the turnbuckle. Elbow drop from Joey to a two count. Another snap dragon and a running knee from Kenny to a near fall. Loud chop to Janela. Reverses a fisherman buster as they reach a stalemate. Janela runs the ropes three times and eventually lands a lariat. But for a two count, Janela tries to swanton Omega to the apron but misses. B trigger. One winged angel, pin, win. Like I said, I thought this match went above my expectations. Even in defeat, I thought this showed off Joey Janela as a versatile versatile performer on national television. Yeah. Might I add? Just think about that for a second. Definitely. Uh, Think of, like,. Th- it also made Kenny Omega a star, and I think he right he rightfully deserves it at this point. I think they are kind of shying away of the storyline of oh Kenny Omega losing a step. Oh, this might not be the Kenny Omega vault. Like, no, I think that right now they're they're kind of giving him a run, you know, with this AAA Mega Championship win against Phoenix, which I hope he defends that someday in an episode of Dynamite and in AAA. I hope he defends it more than Phoenix ever did. Um, Yeah, I think. Whoa, you're calling him the Brock Lesnar of AAA right there. I mean, he kind of was. Whoa. So I think they're really listening to the criticisms they had in regards to the Kenny Omega character. You know, like he had that, he had the stick during being the elite where he just. He kind of just came off as like a drunk weirdo, wearing the suit, wearing the sunglasses. Yeah, just, what was that? That was weird. Yeah, no, that was that, that was just something they did. On the th- head and head. they kind of just stopped. And I think AEW is just that gonna is just gonna be that company where they just flat out listen. Like they brought up the AEW dark match, you know, this week when they should have done it last week. Um, but yeah, great match. Uh, next segment we get Cody at the center stage, like that piece, that center, and that was made for him. I feel like that, yeah, that was just made for him. That the only reason why that exists is for that to rise up, and Cody would come from that. Yeah, he's with Tony. Loud pop for Tony, which always warms my heart. But as always, Tony interviews Cody, but is interrupted by Jericho, and not just Jericho, but Jericho with a bunch of with a bunch of air horns. Oh yeah, no, I forgot to <sighs> mention. I remember Jericho cheering for Dark Order. Oh yeah, like come on, Dark Order. Like man, this guy, this guy. Cody says to Jericho that this isn't like the other company where there's an invisible wall. He can easily come up to the stand. Oh yeah, I thought that was your. I thought that was you making that noise. <laughs> he can easily come up to the stands and kick his ass. He proceeds not to. Jericho calls Cody an entitled millennial bitch. Cody takes off the jacket and stares at him. Dustin enters. MJF enters. Like, the whole the whole thing is Jericho's like, what? It's just one of you and four of us. Oh, now there's two of you and, and then four. MJF and Dustin enters. Oh, there's two of you, four of us. MJF enters. And three. three of you, four of us. And then Yo. fucking Diamond Dallas Page enters. Ugh, I popped. I popped big. And I and I came and I came to the realization that someone's going to get fucking diamond cuttered. It didn't happen, though. Uh, Jericho is then like, nah, nah, don't come up here. Don't take one more step. And like Jericho and his inner circle lock themselves in the luxury box when MJF gives Cody his scarf and just like out of sheer. Oh, you fear, didn't you didn't bring up uh when MJF came out, he goes, Oh, this guy is I'm not scared of a
0: guy with a scarf. Oh, Who yes, wears a scarf? Yes, yes, I completely forgot about Everybody that. Everybody in the stadium that got laughed. A, yep, yep. That was also that was almost as that was on the same level funny as as, as the smoke's legal here in uh in wherever we are.
1: And just think about that for a second, where the, I bet you like a WWE writer would just never think of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because a, like a writer would just never be in that situation or moment of pause to like improvise what they're seeing, and it would just make everything just more scripted and less natural. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cody throws Jericho into the Dippin' Dot stands, and Jr. with the call of the century, they're gonna destroy the Dippin' Dots. <laughs> now,
0: now, I feel like that's Jr.'s like random, like little treat. Like I'll I go home and I have myself a Dippin'
1: Dots and and did you did you see the dip and dots twitter account? No. They just said don't destroy at uh, Cody Rhodes, do not destroy any more Dippin' dots and we'll get you get ourselves a deal. <laughs> get ourselves an advertising <laughs> deal. There you this go. This company, man, just out of that out of that uh out of that improvisational like call, they yeah. just got they got they got another like revenue stream. Like it's so smart. Yeah. This wasn't like I thought the segment wasn't like wasn't like that pretty, but I thought it was exciting as hell. It was fun. I liked it. Uh, it felt very natural in a way that has been lost in WWE for like near multiple decades. Yeah, I thought Jericho was incredible. He showed valuable. I showed how valuable he is to that company again. Um, I'm glad ah, the gla- I'm sure I'm glad the doors glass was worked and Cody didn't sever a tendon, nearly <laughs> killing him.
0: Like, WWE would never think of that. Like they fucking, would be
1: like, you know, I just break the like glass. Fucking, no, well, no. Did you hear about the story about Goldberg? no Where like he insisted on using shoot, li- li- like he was gonna break limousine glass windows, and he had an option to do you know plastic fake glass on one of the windows, but he said no, let's make this real. And uh, he did, he went shoot, and then he severed a tendon, and he la- and he like he almost died, and then he was injured. He was off TV for like six months. I had a friend in
0: middle school who opened a window at like our old school, and the window fell and broke on her arm. It cut her tendon, and it snapped back. All the her tendon snapped back all the way up into her arm, so oh. that she had to go into surgery and pull the tendon all the way back down to her like her hand.
1: Was she was she was she conscious about this entire time?
0: No, I mean like when it, when it snapped and yeah, I mean she was conscious when it broke on her arm. Oh, but like for surgery they knocked her out. Oh my god! But yeah. Oh Jesus! You saw all this? No, no, it was just a it was
1: uh, an old wives' tale. Yeah, my friend told me a tall this tale. Happened, this happened to me. We got ourselves a fucking Young Bucks versus Be- Best Friends match now. Like, at this point, I was just like, yeah, let's fucking go, guys. Orange Cassidy in the center of the ring in the entrance and does the super kick. Uh, he fucking. He does that. Yeah, he does the sloth super kick. JR fucking hates it. JR. What, what? Do you guys see something I'm not saying? And I get and I feel like that's. I think Jr. is just the proverbial like voice for the it. traditionalist, yeah. while Excalibur is the guy who would would put the act over. Yeah, and Shivani's you know? like,
0: oh, what the hell? I don't care. Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> and, I just, and I think, and I think, there that dynamic will at the, in the long run. I think will actually help. You know, mm-hmm. the the the, the, Definitely. the the acts get over because, yeah, no, you'll understand why people don't like it. But then you also and it's not in a, and it's not in an argumentative, hostile way that, again, I will always compare this to WWE where it just comes off as a fucking like a, a 24 hour cable news debate. Going on and like yeah, yeah. whatever in CNN or it's just a it bunch of people seem just forced. Fucking, yeah it's super not forced. What it's I like about it too
0: is that you'll gravitate towards the commentator yeah. you like. You'll be like, oh no, I actually yeah. like Orange Cassidy, so I agree. So with, his caliber. with the with the
1: mm-hmm. with the super kicks from Cassidy, Bucks respond with their own, and now they know. Now we know if they're faces or heels. Now we know who the faces are or the heels are. I don't think the Bucks are heels. I, I mean, mean in this match, this I guess. Was, they did a couple of things that did garner a bunch of heel uh, ah, kind I of heel. They, were, they, they were did the mocking it. hug spot yeah anyway rolling neckbreaker and backbreaker combo bucks mock the hug spot like i mentioned earlier complete with crash zoom doomsday knee, doomsday knee to nick chuck taylor says hi to his mom again national television must be crazy for this guy matt does an apron ddt and stares down oc that's orange cassidy and trent a baseball slide kicks him for a distraction high angle german suplex from trent to matt or nick can't remember he does shit both. he does it to both of them uh slice bread to chuck no slice bread from chuck to one buck uh Powerbomb to another Falconero by Chuck to Matt to kick out. No one kicks out of a Falconero. Was that a rib on uh, X Calver said, like, no one kicks out of a Falconero and like clockwork. Chuck says the exact same thing moments after. Yeah, they were going Nobody off. kicks out of the Falcon Arrow. Oh my God. Uh, soul food and half and half combination to a hug and a zoom from the best friends. That gets a big pop. Orange Cassidy does a dive with his hands in his pockets. You know, it's giving the people what they want. Yeah. Um, yeah. Matt prevents a pin on That's Nick cool. as he gets zero effect. Yeah. As he as he's given the zero effect, Matt counters a Doomsday, need a super kick, more bang for your buck on Chuggy T for the pin and win. Again, just like the Kenny Omega match before this, I thought this was a rehab win. Yeah, um, it made the Bucks look like stars, and they think and I think they're very cognizant about like them them being aware that us losing these matches, we're not doing ourselves any favors at this yeah. point. Yeah, Yeah. Well, um, I think that that was a different situation. I think, th- you know... Well, oh, that, that that was not just in favor of the tournament. Yeah, exactly. Just in favor for Private parties exactly. to have their match against Lucha, Part- uh, Lucha Bros. Yeah. Um, Lucha Party. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, hey, I'd watch that match. Uh, so, after the match, uh, Matt calls out Santana and Ortiz, and they pretty much accept the match for full gear. Again, full gear is going to be fucking awesome.
0: It's going to kick into full gear, guys. Yeah.
1: All right, uh, next segment, they're still trying to make Britt Baker a thing with this video vignette, which understandably so because they are in Pittsburgh, uh, her hometown. It get over the fact that she's from Pittsburgh, lay music, but hey, they're trying. There was a very, very ominous picture of um, Britt Baker with some of a ghost did you see this ghost
0: uh
1: where like like no there were reports of this one man who was murdered years and years ago and they just she just they just happened to have this picture right next to brit baker are you talking about adam cole yeah i'm talking Uh, about adam cole okay yeah no again i don't because i don't think you watch being the elite uh they're in lore when adam cole signed with wwe um the 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 storyline is that they killed off adam cole and that he's murdered
0: um so was this a retaliation thing because remember, uh, a few was a few weeks or a few months ago, there was oh, it was the debut of NXT on um, USA, where Britt Baker was in the audience and Stephanie McMahon was positioned right in front of her, and it had Britt Baker on, and Steph is just smiling. Get
1: out of my way!
0: And Britt's just there in the audience, but it, they have her on camera. And I, I, setting up a program. I th- I think it's the, it's the matchup you want to see, baby. Britt Baker versus Step Dev- Oh, Jesus! First, no, no. I they, just threw but my but the they were. I think they were just doing it to be like, well, see, let's just show no. them that we have an AEW think think person. <laughs> I don't think so. I think WWE. Would I mean, be, yeah, I,
1: yeah, they're fucking vindictive and petty little
0: shits. But I don't think they're WWE that would to do be that. the company to be like, you know what? Let's show that we have an AEW wrestler in our audience I bet you, watching our wrestling y- you because, know, because you know it's better.
1: As much as hey, look, I know, as much as they view each other as competition, I bet you Stephanie McMahon and Britt Baker had a very pleasant conversation. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, you know? yeah,
0: yeah. Um, it, I it, have it, zero reason to believe that's why more sh- so between Vince and and you know, I guess Tony Khan.
1: And <laughs> I, I th- guess yeah. like or I think deep Cody down event. inside Triple H actually kind of likes AEW yeah. even though like yeah no that was him calling AEW pissant was just a pissant company it was just more of hey, Steph, you know putting, to work no, it out. Like, putting on a face and just trying to at least rile up that company you know like think about it like just give them a little push and yeah. shove yeah yeah um, anyway, yeah, video vignette, cheesy music. Stardom's Stardom's own Jamie Hader
0: versus Britt Baker. It was funny because when the video package played, they're like from England, and I saw JH. I was like, oh, Jimmy
1: Havoc. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. hey, come on, that'd be Tony Khan does not like intergender matches.
0: But no, Britt Baker didn't come out at this point, right?
1: No, this is Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader came out first, though. Yeah, that's
0: why I thought it was a Jimmy Havoc match. And I was yeah,
1: just uh, J- Britt Baker gets a big pop, and God bless her and Britsburg. this crowd. Yep, she enters with Steely McBeam, the mascot of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know the one. Uh, Steely, yeah. yeah. Hater gets. <laughs> who's, the, who's the mascot for the Niners? I don't know. Some minor? Is it, is it minor? He's the minor niner. The niner, my. Oh, there you go. No, it's Jerry Rice. Um, <laughs> hater. Just, hey yeah, hey, guys. Hater gets the heat on Brit as we get Britsburg Chance. Hater does a sling blade, and I got to say. This, this is making. Uh, Hater as much as this is making Baker. That's our cousin, uh, she has a cu- our cousin logo too. Yeah. Brit Baker. Yeah, and a very interesting note from the commentary table, um, they mentioned the fact that Jamie Hater is um her tag team partner is Bea Priestley. In so stardom.
0: Y- yep. So they yeah, they're they're not this isn't just a win for Britt Baker. This is a win over some um one of a Bea Priestley's um Yeah. Uh, colleagues, one of her protégés.
1: So, yeah, they're making this feud, and I just like something so simple, and it makes so much sense. And one it of just her fellow d- dyed hair girls. Yeah. Sleeper hold from hater after a striking exchange and a followaway slam. Uh, <laughs> uh, Avalanche brainbuster by Baker. Urnagi by hater follows up with a lariat. hater runs into a super kick, Ace Crusher, and Neck Breaker for a near fall. Another kick to a lock job for the submission victory. Well, damn it, Corey, would you look at that? You want a talent over, you just happen to be in their hometown, you don't beat them. In fact, you make them look good and go over so you can have them be over, and hey, once you know it, they are over. Yeah. Well, what in. a fucking concept. Yeah. What is you this know, sorcery? I wonder, and I was thinking about this last night. <laughs> no, and I'll say this, this was easily the weakest match of the entire Wednesday night, yeah. but... It didn't need to be a great match. Yeah. It just ne- it just needed to get Britt Baker over. Yeah, it did. And it did its job very well. I was thinking about this last night, and I was thinking, I was like, you
0: know, there has to be a reason why Vince beats people in their
1: homestowns, and not just for the heat.
0: I think a, so.
1: I think it's just that. I, I think I that's mean, just them being bullish. Sh-
0: like I just uh, either I wonder, that or just
1: natural contempt for the audience. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I just I thought maybe you, every time. No, every did, time you, like did, did somebody let it go to their head when they won in their hometown one time and fans like ah of the time, went to his head Look of the it.
1: times that I listened to the Bruce Pritchard podcast, which isn't very much, which isn't very often. Like every time Conrad would always ask why the fuck they did this, why the fuck they did that. Bruce Pitchard will always say You gotta build heat on the On the on the heel You gotta build heat Just so Mega make no, it man Why'd you do that Yeah Pretty much And that is just their mantra That is just their mm. number one excuse Hmm Interesting Fozzie's Nowhere to Run Is your official theme Of Full Gear I love the fact that these pay-per-views Have actual theme songs Yeah Unlike All Out Was just Eh All In Had it. Eh All Out had a song No All Out had a song All In had a song Yeah that's what I'm saying All, All In, in. What do you think... Man, I hope they bring that back. You think they'll ever have a all-in, two? I mean... They have to buy the rights, I think, from... Well, all-in is not... Who owns the rights to all-in? I it mean, I know, the, I know the broadcasting, right? I, th- I know, like, the production crew was from it, ROH.
0: NWA, ROH, yeah.
1: New Japan. Anyway, I don't fucking know. Jen Denker is about to interview Jamie Hayter, but is attacked by Brandy. Oh, no! Who then points at Decker menacingly.
0: So uh, she's trying to take out Britt Baker. Be a... Or, uh, um... Uh, Brandy.
1: Honestly, I have no fucking clue with this whole, s- that that segment was weird. It's weird because Brandy's a what, and you, What Cody's reason does Brandy Rhodes have to be mad for? I guess we gotta tune in next week. I don't, I don't fucking know. That was a thing. I don't know. Anyway, our main event, Gian! Do you know what he says like that now? <coughs> uh, uh, Gian Moxley? Gian Moxley! Versus Pack. And before... Versus Pack. Uh- Pac. The thing is, one of the, my favorite things about pack entrances is <laughs> Justin Roberts calling him a bastard. The way he just says he is a bastard, <laughs> and just like a true fucking bastard that he is, <laughs> he attacks he attacks Moxley during Moxley's entrance. So we don't even get that entrance. Heel, heel, heat. I don't, we don't get hear the, we don't get to hear the song. We don't get to hear Justin Roberts calling him a bastard. We don't get to hear him being called pack. No, oh, we don't. What a fucking dick what a fucking bastard anyway outside brawling paul enters the ring mox enters way later but stumbling in in which Pock takes advantage of i'm just gonna call him Pock because that's just how do it what is. you gotta do it's all Pock. mox goading him to hit him more mox does his old finishing move uh the brain buster ddt onto the apron and Pac just straight up <laughs> he lands on his head I like how i just said But the dirty deeds no, it's the it's the it's the bulldog, you know where he just grab he just bulldog, he grabs him by the bulldog position and then he just forces himself onto the floor and it's oh, just no. a DDT, it's just a reverse DDT okay, kind okay, of thing. Okay. He used to do it like when he first started. Yeah. Um, striking exchange, release suplex by Mox for a near fall. Pack avoids a regal knee, but gets a topé suicida for good measure. Tony lets us know that he loves the topé suicida. Black hole slam into a clover leaf uh from Moxley, and Tony lovingly references the Ice Man Dean Malenko doing so. Like I swear to God, like the way Tony Schiavone he calls these shows. It's like he literally just has not watched wrestling <laughs> since two thousand one. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, he, he could probably do some good <laughs> comparisons. This reminds me of Little League twenty fifteen. <laughs> Uh, the timekeeper is openly telling us that the remaining TV time, uh, how much is how much is left in there? What did you think about that though? Like the fact that they were like, this match is going to go as long as there's TV time permitted. Oh, uh, we'll get there. Uh, Jr. puts over the fact that it brings urgency to the match because it will end in a time limit draw if it passes. Uh, 450 splash onto the floor, but misses with a minute left. Like these guys, and here's the point. Like, here's the answer to answer your question. Like, as this match went on, and the more they put over the fact of the time limit draw. I wish they moved with a little bit of urgency, because you could tell these guys were being deliberately slow. I think that was my main problem with the match. Okay. Like I could tell, like, oh, these guys are. This is going to a time limit draw. Um, I thought, but then at the time, like, I was also thinking these guys were going to do a Sonata Okada kind of thing where it would just be down to the wire. Well, but, it's going to happen until it happens. Until that happens, yeah. you know what I
0: mean? And everyone's like, "What?"
1: Yeah. Well, uh, Mox paradigm shifts. Uh, pack but he just doesn't have enough time time limit draw and that's how you end your dyno, uh your your main event uh i don't know they had a, had a fair amount of booze at that time oh. uh, at the end uh, mox paradigm shifts the ref to end the show and says time limit my ass And uh, he just, I guess that was just a way to win back that.
0: There we go. There's the fans
1: move. Yeah. Time limit my ass. Yes. But he, he, uh, paradigm shifts the referee, like, you know, just to get the crowd back in, just to have like a, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, post match, uh, post airing, really. Uh, Pack continues to attack Moxley Ugh. with a chair, um, and he he puts um he puts Moxley like he put Moxley's head into the into the chair. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He yeah, sets him up, and before he does anything else, uh, Omega proceeds to rescue Moxley. What? You know, yeah, he rescues Moxley. He uh, prevents Pack from attacking him any further. Yeah, and uh, he starts attacking him, and he helps Moxley up just because just to protect his full gear match. Um, Pac, he goes in the ringside. He stares down both uh, Moxley and uh, Omega. And then right behind him, Hangman Adam Page. And anyway, Pac continues to avoid, tries to avoid Hangman Adam Page. And then he pretty much challenges him to a match at full gear. It was a pretty okay promo from Adam Page. Yeah. But uh, yeah, full gear. It's looking fucking, yeah. I thought this was an incredible episode of Dynamite, like their best one yet. Uh, it was a two-hour nonstop train of wrestling, and the crowd ate it all up. All of this was exciting. You had a sense of urgency that you normally don't get where you have to watch it live, yeah. which is when wrestling can be at its hottest. Yeah. I thought Match of the Night, I think, has to go to Lucha Bros versus Private Party. Yeah. Uh, I think Phoenix is a once-in-a-generation talent, and I hope they address the mega championship he lost to Omega down the line, preferably yeah. after the pay-per-view.
0: And you, th- like, you thought the, the Cody-Jericho thing was pretty good? Oh, yeah.
1: No, yeah, that that segment's awesome.
0: Damn it. That didn't
1: sound like an air horn. Uh
0: I was trying to work it.
1: Uh, I think Full Gear is shaping up to be AEW's best show they've ever done. Like, its name evokes that. Uh, This is the show where they have to go above and beyond, and with a card like that, there's very little you can do to easily mess that up, barring barring horrible injury or you know the horrible luck they've had. But, man, just... Damn good fucking show. Damn good fucking show. Damn good, bloody good, damn good job.
0: Damn good, damn jolly good time on AEW, All
1: Elite Wrestling. Now we move on. I actually on. like taking notes on this show, too. Like, it makes me, like, way more engaged with it, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, you did that. Holy <laughs> shit. Cody? And I love the fact that Excalibur names these moves. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, it no, helps me a lot.
0: something you don't see on the main roster in WWE. That's just like everything. And
1: I, you know, honestly, I think now that I've, like, actually, like... I'm gonna try and I have no choice but sometimes you have no choice but to, but I, I I'm gonna try to avoid compare directly comparing it to WWE. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. But then it's just it's so pronounced. You know, after you watch some WWE and then you get to AEW Dynamite, you can't help but compare. You really have no choice. Yeah.
0: But, but for a show we can compare it to is NXT. Yes, going on at the same time. And going on at uh well, I mean we get the we get West you get West Coast Live and you know but anyway. yeah no
1: i i mean i feel like i've said this before so i use the tnt app they have an east coast uh feed off my inner intermanet, and then i gotta say after watching dynamite i have an hour before uh nxt starts bathroom
0: break food it is refuel. the most
1: relaxing hour i can possibly have um, shotgun a couple
0: of white claws
1: i had a white claw during the joey janela match i know
0: I, I i was doing a lift the other day and some girl's like oh my god i shotgunned to white claw the other day i was like so you shotgun, shotgun, uh, sparkling water.
1: Like, yeah. What is yeah. that? Hey, don't fucking. Talk you know to what me. shotgun is? Shotgun. You gotta like just a. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like just <it's, laughs> yeah. Don't ever make that noise again.
0: NXT uh, coming from Full Sail University. Uh, this is uh, yesterday's edition. Ten twenty three nineteen. Started off with Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. We did have an actual opening for the show, unlike AEW. Those marks.
1: I still okay. find it weird that Mauro is the only person in that balcony. Oh, well, I'm the only one
0: that wants to win Nigel, I'm just a, I'm just Nigel a, and Beth. I'm, like,
1: oh, I'm just imagining Nigel and Beth are just his imaginary friends.
0: And there's always like something that they have to say, like, like what? They said something about lighting the not not. not They're this gonna week.
1: light the fuse and break the rules, dynamite. I mean NXT. <laughs> um,
0: do you think Morrow's just doing that as a tryout video? No, he
1: says when he said light the fuse. I just thought like, oh, this is a this is a shot of this is a ribby. This is a rib. Yeah, James Yeah, <laughs> It's a ribby. Uh, started out with R- Rhea Ripley versus Rhea uh,
0: Ripley versus Bianca Belair. These two women had a pretty darn good match. I will say this.
1: I'll say yeah. I will say as two women who. Uh, uh, I don't know the background of Ray Ripley, but as she's Bianca, Australian and she's no background, like her wrestling background, as far as like her indies, training and her training is yep. concerned. I'm just going to assume they're both very home, uh, full homegrown talent. Well, uh, was I know Bianca Belair is 100% taught by the WWE performance system. She's, she's, she's pretty system, good. Pretty damn she's good. She's a standout. She's she, a, yeah, um, uh, that these two
0: women go back and forth. For some reason, during the match, though, Io Shirai comes out and uh, tries to
1: take out. Uh... For some reason, come on, dude. <laughs> what, what, it- Last week, they had an she had a confrontation against Ray Ripley. Like called her ass out remember
0: yeah but I just it, it didn't make sense to me because then you had the other women involved uh, but Io Shirai comes out and gives a, a juicy kick to is that what they call it right a juicy kick
1: they called her the uh, Moro. Uh, Morrow called her the juicy Jodis
0: Ju- of NXT uh Spear to Ripley by Bianca, followed by a kickout. Io Shirai is standing on the apron, but out comes Candice Larry to even the odds to take Eo out. Uh, Ripcord to Bianca. Ripley gets the pin and the win. Candice is then standing on the ramp, clapping for uh, Rhea Ripley, which doesn't make any sense to me at all, um, especially because Rhea Ripley is traditionally a heel. Candice is the super baby, like th- the most over, not the most over, but the most baby-faced person yeah. on that women's roster. I think...
1: It would be a terminal mistake for Ray Ripley to not be the one to take this title off Shayna Baszler. And I said the same thing about Candice LeRae. And if I think this is going to be the final straw for me in terms of just that women's division. If yeah. Ray Ripley doesn't is, isn't the one to take Shayna Baszler off, I don't know what the fuck they're doing in that Yeah, division. and it, it, see, the
0: only thing I can think of is the exact same thing I said for that tag team match. She's the
1: only one who hasn't actually lost to Shayna Baszler.
0: Have, have Ripley beat Shayna, and then Candice is like, yay, you won, congratulations, and Rhea's like, F- who who are you? I don't care about you, and then take her out. And then they never, they never like, well, actually fought, right? So like, no, they haven't had, had any interaction, just Candice clapping for her. Yeah. So Candice is like this misguided babyface who... Things, like I'm helping a friend. Well, that's what happens. When I'm you're, helping a baby. That's face. what
1: happens when you're married to Johnny Gargano. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that yeah, that whole that whole family right there needs some talking to. Anyways, uh, we move on to Kathy Kelly with Pete Dunn and Tyler Bay, which looks like they're all dressed like they're outside their senior prom. They look like they're about to party with Damien Priest. Because everyone was very well dressed. They're going in into the
1: limo that Damien Priest is Kathy
0: in. Kathy Kelly is wearing like this black and white striped it's cold. Dress. It must be
1: cold as hell. I it's, mean, it's, it's Florida.
0: Florida. It's Florida, dude. Uh, then you have Pete Dunn and Tyler Ray walking up full, you know, dressed like them usual dapper Dan's they are. Uh, they walk up and uh, Kathy asks about Priest. Uh, he's done. says, Priest, you, you, you did, you had You had to do it. You had to do what you had to do. But you got a receipt coming for you. And then, uh, then she asks
1: about... You gotta, uh, so put your signature here. And uh Sign for that. Sign, put make sure you a couple extra zeros on that. For shipping my, and handling. Yeah. Or
0: uh, what do they call it in uh UK? Shipping and carrying or something like that. I don't care. Uh, yeah. uh then he also is asked about Killian Dane. He goes, oh, I don't care about Killian Dane. All right. Well, thanks, Pete. We'll see you around.
1: And then no, and then you see and then Pete Dunn leaves first and then Tyler Bate, he's still on camera. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. I
0: don't know. Yeah. Later. <laughs> and then we have Matt Riddle versus Cameron Grimes. know uh, Tyler Bate randomly in the crowd, just randomly,
1: randomly. It, it wasn't even hey, like you set. know he just like it wasn't like, even like, like oh Tyler nah, Bate. No, Pete Dunne, is he's going to be in the concession stand getting nachos and like hey no I not He's do stuck ca- in line. Cameron Grimes and, and Pete Dunne. I mean not Pete Dunne. Um Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. Oh man, not, I don't want to miss all that. R- all right. I it's mean, like I am Tyler Bate in this situation, and you're care. Pete Dunne. I'm going to get nachos. You know, you're getting some fucking food during the best. What do you the want, Tyler? I uh, might. I don't know. You want some chicken strips and fries? Like, sure, they're not soggy. Yeah, or or, like Nigel. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, They all sound the same. All those damn Brits sound the same.
1: Yeah, not really. Pete Dunne, Chris Cage. Hey, what?
0: I said it. Anyways, uh, the match happened. Tyler Bate, like I said, randomly in the crowd. The two men uh, swinging for the fences. As soon as the match starts, they go right after each other. But with that happening, it looked a little botchy. Uh, like Cameron Grimes didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, with it's a Matt fight. Riddle. Come
1: on. Yeah,
0: it was more of like, oh, okay, oh, oh, Jackhammer to Grimes, and the fans start chanting Riddle. Riddle. because he did the jackhammer exactly it evoked
1: the Goldberg. it evoked the goldberg comparison this match is happening soon
0: this match is have it has to happen soon
1: what is that what, what does that mean riddle's going to the main roster
0: no goldberg's coming to nxt i
1: i mean they would have to pay him a pretty penny for that like I, goldberg then. the second okay the second they get out of full sale i would think so now because i don't think i don't think goldberg would be willing to show up at a, at a full sale
0: if they pay him, I mean, right if they now, pay
1: him enough, he'll do anything. If they pay him enough, he'll go to fucking Saudi Arabia. And if he wants the, ma- yeah, he did,
0: yeah, he did um, already. So,
1: so I thought this match was fantastic. It was. Uh, I thought no, it compl- I this was, this was the match that completely turned me around with Cameron Grimes. Um, I think he's a. Tr- I thought he was a tremendous performer in this match it's a uh, burlington and it's,
0: factory north carolina and
1: it's another fucking notch in matt riddle's belt of why he should be the long-term project for nxt i think he is i think that dude's a fucking stud and i think he's a fucking star yeah throughout definitely. like not not just nxt but throughout that entire company um, he
0: he's he, the new generation of stars too i think a lot of people will look at him and be like well i don't i don't see anything special about him he's just like i some just kind of like the stoner dude yeah.
1: no but then especially the older guys you i know you listen to brian and dave talk about like they were talking about the percentage like the, the chances of um the chances of matt riddle finding success no the chances of matt riddle being ruined by the main roster and 100 100 100 and i just uh, think oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, Brian, he made the point, like, oh, he's not wearing any shoes. Like, I can see, like, little stuff like that. Just little stuff, just like Vince would just, like, blow a gasket over. And, yeah, no, I used to think that Matt yeah, Riddle, Rusev... Rusev didn't have shoes. Remember Rusev? He
0: used to not wear had, shoes. Like, he had, like... He had
1: tape. He, yeah, he had tape. Like, and, and then his, he was then we were
0: wearing boots soon enough. Yeah. So...
1: I I mean, again, it's also, it's a safety and thing. look he could where def-
0: Rusev is now. Oh, yeah.
1: But, and, yeah, I think Matt Riddle... Um, if he if he if he was going to the main roster, I would hope he would go to RAW because of Paul because Hay- Paul Heyman would do him right. Yeah. yeah. But even though be, be all end all it's is not, Vince. it's not his time in, in the main roster yet. Yeah. So. I mean, he had yeah, God. He had such a tremendous match against Adam Cole. He had such a tremendous match against like Cameron Grimes. I can't think of anybody else right now. But
0: he's next. Yeah, I think he's definitely in line to win the NXT title. I don't think next in line, but definitely in line eventually. Can
1: you imagine Matt Riddle versus? I mean I know we're kind of jumping ahead but against Finn Balor that would be incredible against Johnny Gargano. He hasn't even fought Johnny Gargano. We'll get we'll get we'll get to all that, don't worry. Oh god, that match against Roderick. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm I, we're at that point where I'm starting to think about wrestlers of the year like, oh fuck, I'm kind of been sleeping on Riddle. Were you saying Probably. Cody last night? Huh? Were you saying Cody last night saying, on, the, on the Slack?
0: You were saying, "Oh, Cody maybe uh wrestler of the year." He's he's in the conversation him and Chris Jericho. Yeah. Huh. It's probably awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, end, the end of this match had a power bomb fo- uh, followed by a final flash, which led to a Bo Derek to Cameron Grimes. The pin it's and the win. bro
1: Derek, the bro Derek. I'm sorry. It's just like you fucking make that like it's, it's a dumb name. Think about that. Like it's a reference to a fucking 40 year old movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Uh The bro then tries to give a uh, fist bumps all around. Gives tries to give a fist bumps to. Uh, to Grimes but Grimes were no. and then Tyler Bates he's like oh I'll, I'll take a fist bump gives him a fist bump and is pushed yeah. by Cameron Grimes that's when he hits the bip and bop to Cameron Grimes is it really called the and bop the and bop yeah the bippin bop the bippin bop he
1: goes to fucking bibimbap. Korean restaurants
0: Joe's bippin bop and do ba do ba um then we have next up William Regal he's somewhere on his cell phone uh announcing that we're happier
1: than last week I'll say that
0: that's darn right uh uh, Kai and Knox are gonna uh, face off against Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke the winners are the new number one contenders for the women's tag team championship
1: what fucking planet does Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke justify a number one contenders match
0: (laughs) well they know Shayna uh, yeah. she's a champion so they get the just champ- by
1: just by association they have powers like, by association who else is
0: gonna face them really i mean i guess Aaliyah and um what's her name what's her partner's name i'm letting you hang dry on this no, one. no on. i don't know oh well <laughs> then uh god she she's looks really beautiful she has curly hair and vanessa born there we go <laughs> once i said curly hair vanessa Bourne. got it um, then we have, uh, so the winner of that is going to face Asuka and Kyrie Saint for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships next week. And then we have the Forgotten Sons versus Brizongo and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, oh, no. I'm loving Brizongo's new gimmick of it's just... top gun? It's just No, goose. no. It's, it's just Maverick and Goose? No, every week it's different, isn't it? Because it was the cops one week. Um, it was uh, something else. Uh, construction workers another week. Now they're co- male strippers. Are they just going to go through they're every... They're male
1: strippers. Well, the thing is, if they're going to go through every member of the village people, I hope they think of something tasteful for the Native American entrance. I, I think they might skip that one damn it yeah or just come out
0: in full like full traditional like Cherokee gear mm. and be or stereotypical really bad racist what are
1: the members of village people there's the cop there's the cop there's the construction did they do worker. the cop that was they, they were oh, bris- yeah they they're were brisonga. Brisonga. okay they did the cop they construction did worker construction worker um oh god who else is there they went in well the thing is Navy men I there think is a the Navy ca- guy yeah. yeah I think you'd count that as the top gun people guys well no unless they could just do Navy the next week um, well, now I really want to fucking look it up now. But nonetheless, I do
0: love. I'll do it. I do love their uh, male stripper gimmick. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, you know, for you, personal reasons, exactly. Uh, you take Isaiah Swerve Scott, who was over a couple weeks ago, and they're really running with this guy. You know, he's over wherever he goes. Um, he was like he
1: didn't really do anything, but then they know that he's over. And that they just wanted to, they just put him in a prominent spotlight and have him win and just go over. So again, be over, go over, be over. That uh, should be a t-shirt. Well,
0: you should uh, just watch. If you didn't watch it, just watch his intro and how much charisma. It's a
1: really is. fucking good song, too. Uh,
0: it's a really good song. He comes out. He's super into it. Charismatic, or it's a lot of Charisma. And, yeah, I mean, I can see why he's over. He's over in APW. He was over at Defy Wrestling. He's over everywhere he goes. Um, this match was okay. Uh, Blake, uh, did you notice this? he's wearing cowboy boots now?
1: I mean, sure. I,
0: I, I don't know. Uh, assisted moonsault off of Jackson Riker's chest uh, to the members of the Forgotten Sons. They entered order.
1: as cowboys. No, they haven't entered his okay, Cowboys. Okay, enter his Cowboys. There we go. That's another one. They got they got bullets in the chamber. Uh
0: Isaiah so Isaiah then hits uh Cutler with a, a kind of like a running Instagram boot uh on Cutler's head. Isaiah gets the pin and the win. They, you know, this week I feel like it's been a lot of WWE building up new stars. I got to give it to him, man, you know?
1: Yeah, no, let's wait for fucking Friday, <laughs> you know? Are you ready for a good time? We'll talk about I'm it in not a second. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Uh, Killian Dane, he cuts a video promo. He is, fingers are broken. He's the first person to sell the finger breaks from Pete Dunne. Like it. Like it. Good stuff. Uh, after this, we have Angel Garza versus Gentleman Jack Gallagher with Face Leo Rush on commentary. Is it, though? Like, it's. Yeah. It's. he's just kind of the same. No, he's, okay, He's I'm a, a man of the hour. But no, before he would he would make fun of people. He wouldn't fist, he wouldn't like shake anyone's hands. coming. He would just rings. keep
1: on yelling Lashley for no reason.
0: Exactly. I, you know, I don't <laughs> know why no, he did that. No, that. that didn't happen. Um, but no, he comes out, and you can tell he's super faced because he's just like, I'm trying to take notes. I'm trying to watch this match. And both these, they were like, what's your strategy? He's oh, oh, uh, well, hit him hard, hit him fast. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just gonna go in there and beat him. There was no arrogance. He was careful for what he, uh, what he was saying. And he was trying to be like, uh, stereotypical babyface like I, d- I said i didn't uh, like him on commentary
1: you didn't like him on commentary but i still sort of believe in leo rush in this role i do too you know and that's what kind of made that cruiserweight title win a little bit more me- more meaningful than other title to uh, title wins in the, in the from the past you want to talk about fucking theme songs
0: too that guy has got a cool fucking song leo rush yeah <laughs> ha ha yeah. i came to collect and it's I like it. It's not a. I I don't think it's a standout, but that's okay. I'm an old man, okay. Okay. Anyways, Angel Garza versus Gentleman Jack Gallagher. Uh, Gallagher looks like he uh, just stepped out of the shower when he came out to the ring, because in
1: every fucking WWE wrestler, no, 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 no,
0: he comes out in this like bathrobe with like you know, and you know he has the high socks too. So, he literally looks like he got out of the shower, put his shoes and socks on, and then started walking to you the You have ring. to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Um, then uh, Gallagher pulls the pants off Garza. Uh, Garza is super over, too. I mean, that guy. It's And it's weird, because, I mean, you, the week before, you had him get destroyed
1: by Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah,
0: and look at him. The fucking... Well, that's the they thing... They felt that, sorry for him. Is that... It, I wonder how over these people are because they are in full sale every week. I think, and it f- is like, okay, it's full like full sale is a very cooperative
1: crowd. It's you know? it's an
0: indie crowd in in a sense where each week or all the, we go. I go when I go to all pro wrestling. I we have this. I see my old friends. Hey guys, what's up? We name drop them. Who are they? Cindy, Chris, uh, the others. No, I, I know more people. Yeah. I think, um, but no, I go say hi to them all. You know what I mean. And it's like a family, and we support our family in the ring. So when the matches aren't doing so well, we will like pick it up and Jared try to help Kratos out. would
1: go out as a way to give Cindy a hug as friends. As friends, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, so I think it's like that to the sense where they're just giving these guys the love because they see them kind of like as friends and family.
1: Where is the love?
0: Um, let's see, uh, headbutt to Garza, but it doesn't hold him back for uh, hold him down for long because uh, Garza hits Gallagher with a uh, Kiprana. Sure Which is what they're calling it uh, The Kibrana moonsault uh, Garza gets the pin and the win And a number one contendership match Or er, er, title match next week For the Cruiserweight title Really front and loading I mean really loading that show this Next week's gonna be Every week is loaded dude Every fucking week is loaded now uh, Tegan and Dakota Versus Jessamine and Marina Who's a match? Oh Marina is now known as the CEO Of the Judo Throw Nice try Maro uh shiniest wizard to jessamine uh tegan gets the pin on jessamine duke after the match Kyrie kairi Sane and oscar appear on the screen i liked oscar's makeup the green dripping from the eyes and mouth Yeah, I, I liked it if she's gonna do the green mist go all for it like
1: i said like oscar she her entire not her she has built a, a, a significant amount of her career was a heel so of course she's natural a bit Kyrie Sane, i still don't believe it. They I seem- still don't believe in Kairi Sane being a heel. I don't want her to be a heel. She just seems so miscast in that role. I can see it. Yeah,
0: I can see what you're saying. Uh, she has a really cool makeup. In this promo, I'll say that. In this promo, they seemed really, they had a lot of energy and they seemed like they, they were just, just- came off as obnoxious. They honestly. seemed like they were told, hey, you're going to go back to NXT next week. Cut this promo real quick.
1: <laughs> Oh fuck way! Ah yeah we're It's going crazy. It, it's really crazy they're actually gonna do that. They're doing like this is the time though when they do that uh, when Bailey and Sasha Banks just don't have that title. And they're on uh SmackDown
0: now too. Yeah. And the women's championships are on raw. So SmackDown just makes me bummed Oh well, I guess up. they go either brand, whatever. But onwards. Uh nonetheless, uh swears and Teague, oh yeah, they all win. So next week, uh Tegan Knox and uh Dakota Kai versus Kyrie Sane and Asuka. That should be a good match. It will be a good match. And then uh, we have our main event of the night. Roderick Strong versus Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. Feast your eyes. What? Feast your eyes. Uh, yeah. Feast your eyes. Limitless. He is limitless. Anyways, um, this was a fucking pretty good match. This, despite each This was week, an
1: amazing match. Despite
0: each week me trashing on Dijakovic and Keith Lee and me being tired of their... One-on-one matches. Oh man! Adding no, Roderick Strong to this match yeah. uh, was uh, really changes
1: everything. Roderick Strong was, I mean, was he is the workhorse of NXT. Like he is just a, an immensely talented individual. That's the thing. NXT has a lot
0: of people that are good workers. Yeah. You know, I don't mean like workers as in good wrestlers. I think they have a lot of people there that will put in everything just for NXT. Yeah. To see the brand. They just have a lot.
1: There are just some people in that company who just have a loyalty to it. Like Gargano was one of them. Champa is one of them.
0: Well, even you look at the lower. Undisputed
1: Sons. Era is one of, is, uh, is of that
0: group, too. Yeah. I mean, you can probably look at the lower guys. Uh, Forgotten Sons. They're putting in everything they can.
1: Yeah. And they might I mean, not be Finn, the best wrestlers. I mean, look, like Finn Balor. That dude really did not want to go to the main roster. Uh, yeah. Yeah um so Not really really but then you know he was a little
0: bit more ambivalent did you see that spot when they were doing that superplex spot and everyone almost fucking died yeah keith lee
1: kind of it sank? was it was like it was like it was Dijakovic putting Roderick Strong in the suplex position the su- as a superplex right like a, as a superplex position and then Roderick Strong almost fucking no, it, oh, no Dijakovic keith. almost buckled under the under the pressure yeah but then he just, like, first, like, Keith Lee, just being awesome, just fucking flung Dijakovic, which in, in turn made Dijakovic fling Roderick Strong into yeah. the. It was, awesome. it was awesome
0: uh lee uh so then uh there was outside um you know it is
1: there was a tope suicida from keith say, lee
0: that I, was amazing i don't want to say it was a two-on-one but it was kind of like there was keith an am- lee and dijakovic had this respect for each other in this match where they knew that they were like the ultimate strong guys in this yeah. match and they knew Roderick strong was the snake yeah. in this match
1: there there was an incredible spot um are you talking about the outside with the uh pounce to the ants? The what so, so there was a spot where uh Keith, I mean, um, Roderick Strong he gets the feast your eyes from Dijakovic on the outside, yeah. As he, um, oh, that's like the
0: tiebreaker yeah, move, right? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And so he gets the feast your eyes, and then he just it gets all of a sudden instantly gets the pounce to the ounce from Keith Lee, which yeah. I thought looked fucking incredible. And then when this match like hit fever pitch, and it was near the end of the match too, when um. Lee and Dijakovic were just staring at each other Full Sail was losing their shit I was losing my shit Because it was kind of like this like Like okay let's do this Yeah, You know like
0: we are the guys that should be having this match Not this guy I thought
1: that stare down was tremendous And
0: you know what If they ever turn him into a tag team It could happen because Oh no
1: definitely I saw this being a fucking complete tag team They're going after Fish and O'Reilly It it
0: kind of reminded me of They're uh, going after Fish and O'Reilly It kind of reminded me of the bar They uh, Cesaro and Sheamus they were going back and forth for a long time and then all of a sudden they had a best of seven series and they got put in a tag match. Honestly, that
1: that feaster eyes to Pounce to the ounce that should be their finisher. It's so fucking yeah, no, definitely. I love that.
0: Uh, Then we have a super power bomb to die Jack by Keith Lee, but then just as they uh, fall, uh, Strong then hits a running boot to Lee and gets the pin on Lee. They say he stole stole the match, but it's a three way and he didn't really steal the match. Yeah, he he won. won He He won won the match fair and square. I mean. And Mar- oh, you stole the match!
1: The finish was exactly what everybody expected yeah, out of yeah. a triple threat match, but that did not take away the fact that this, no one was fucking around that night. Definitely. I love that. I love that match. It's neck and neck between Grimes, Riddle, and this triple threat. I think I'm going to have to give the slightest triple threat because the crowd was really hot, was a much hotter for that definitely, one. Definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, tr- like... Yeah, it was really Ron, good. Yeah.
0: Uh, S- after the match, Undisputed Era joined Strong in the ring, beat down on Keith Lee. Uh, then, boo! Then yeah, out now comes, you use the
1: boo thing. Oh, boo! Yeah. It's hard to
0: do when I'm talking to you. Yeah, I know. Um, boo! Out comes Tommaso Ciampa with a crutch in hand. But it's four on one. Was, it <laughs> so, okay. was,
1: was that a new Titan Titantron for Champa too? Where it's a it, it, shattered glass and it's his face. Well, because now he's a face. Daddy's home. I don't. I don't like that. That. Oh, I, I love that. I don't like how he, how was like Daddy's here. Oh, I'm like Morrow, dude. You're like Sonia Deville <laughs> calling <laughs> Lacey Evans or somebody Daddy. No, calls Becky Lynch Daddy. Uh, you see that promo? Oh, that's that's awesome. I love yeah. that. Um,
0: let's see. Uh, so they. Uh, Champa comes out, but it's it's four on one. And then out comes Johnny Gargano and he faces uh he first he looks at Ciampa, they they kind of nod their heads to each other and then by chance and they say face the undisputed era. But it's four on two oh i didn't see this tonight already it's ddp is next <laughs> no. exactly mjf and ddp come out um and then out comes finn balor he comes out dressed in all black no balor club t-shirt no nothing uh he comes he out. wasn't
1: wearing anything wow i,
0: I know the buff we were waiting for this day uh balor comes out and stands next to diy so now we it's presumably three on two but no uh Pele kicked a gargano by Finn Balor and then uh undisputed era bum rush uh Mar- Tommaso Chamba.
1: Maro Nalo, like he he sounded like his he saw his dog get run over. Oh my god. Dude.
0: What's not that not Maro,
1: kick. Not Maro. There
0: was one female fan in oh, the crowd yes. oh, and yes. she was you can you can tell she was legit. I thought it was you. It, it could have I it might have been me screaming from my house over here. Uh but she was leave him alone, leave him alone
1: and yeah no um balor beats down gargano gives, gives him a 1916 on gives the him ramp. the 1916 so think, you know how it's uh, now he usually I think does not he'll finish over <laughs> here yeah i'm i'm gonna be much more of a dick you know how i'm just gonna turn you around i'm just gonna give you the same move but i'm gonna turn you around jesus fucking he planted gargano head first straight into that state into that ramp and like I know, I know. Most stretcher, most stretcher angles are worked. I can believe that being a shoot. It looks so fucking. It looked, it looked bad. Um, and there, I'm was, sure Gargano's alright. We would have heard something. There like, was that one funny,
0: funny part where he threw um, Gargano into the uh, side railing. Yes, but there is literally, you could tell this. All is the en- indie,
1: there are so many indie wrestlers. Enhancement in talent.
0: <laughs> They're all wearing like NXT shirts, like and polo oh, shirts. Like, oh, we love They're wrestling. Just, oh no, it's going. On? Yeah. He got thrown into us. That looked awesome, but uh, yeah. But by the end of the, uh, by the end of it, you had Ch- uh, you had Champa laid out in the ring. Gargano laid out on the ramp. The Undisputed Era standing over Ciampa, so- doing the Undisputed Era hand salute, and facing Balor while Balor is holding the guns to G- Johnny Gargano. The real rock and roller so, is here to
1: stay. So, I'll say this: He never. I'll. I don't think Finn Balor is part of Undisputed Era. I think. It's just him. He's, no, he's not. It's, he's he's just fucking around because he just doesn't. He doesn't do the. He doesn't do the hand signal you know that's what that's what that's what what Roderick strong did that's he had the head he had the wrist i mean the shoulder band yeah he put on the shoulders so and did you do you follow finn balor on instagram yeah i mean i i do but he fucking spammed the living like a true heel in 2019 he spammed the living ever living fuck out of my instagram feed by just showing just singular pictures of shades of gray where it's like, oh, he has a gray picture. Oh, he has black A too. black and yeah, a white and, white, and yeah. red black, and he just could not stop fucking doing this. Nice. And I'm like, you oh, you're Neil You, you fucking, dick. You dick. You're just you're just spamming my Instagram timeline feed. Don't, oh, look you? at him
0: and his wife though. He
1: look so cute together. 1916. Oh, oh no. Hmm it's it's also like looking at Finn balor and then like you see this his post on social media there's some pictures where he's just completely baron corbin ball bald but then in this particular episode of nxt look at that he heel just, right there yeah, he has a little bit he has a little bit more hair than usual so it's just sort of out of out of time i guess that was just all during it did day. he always have that reptar tattoo no he just he got that during his break that one on his on that
0: one? Oh. You had a reptile tattoo? Uh, it's not a Reptar tattoo. It just looks like a, it's a very cartoonish, uh, like, kids-drawn dinosaur.
1: Whatever, man. Anyway, that was NXT. I thought, what'd you think of that show? It was great. I it was loved good. It. I loved it. it. awesome. I, and and some re, in some respects, honestly, just, I know we're a day removed, but I, I still think that NXT had the better matches. Yeah. That triple threat match and that Riddle-Grimes match. Oh, no, they do every week. Every single yeah. week but um, then it goes to show it's but it's always that argument like hey wrestling good wrestling just isn't your, did you see the isn't ratings? your mover yeah they um i and i think NXT they did 0.6 0.6 A-A-W and 8.9 yeah, no. The, all the, these, these numbers were expected. Honestly, everyone was expecting this because they had stiff competition. They wow. had game. T- they had game two of the World Series and basketball season, and they just they knew this was happening. And then, like Meltzer himself said, like, "Oh no, uh, these uh, this week isn't going to count." And I won't, I won't put much stock into next week too. I think the real number would be post full gear, uh, which would which would be very important in my opinion. Yeah, hell, even pre uh, full gear. Pre-year? Pre yeah. Pre anyway, we're in the thick of it. This is like, what, week four of the Wednesday Night Wars? Sure. Yeah, yeah three or four. I was just sorting through my notes, and I only had like three. So pay, I only had like three notes. Yeah, so. No, four week four. I think it's week four. Because yeah. cool. I know I didn't take notes on the first show.
0: Anyways, let's look ahead. Smackdown Live, happening oh, up Friday. God. Live FS1. On FS1. If Oh, live in, on both coasts. Um so uh it's gonna have WWE champion Brock Lesnar and Kane Velasquez uh come face to face this week on Friday night SmackDown. Oh, so boy, guaranteed so Kane will be on the Titan Tron. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, Ms. TV heads to FS1 as Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair preview the crown jewel showdown. going to pop that rating again? Uh, Do you th- I mean, are they going to get? Yeah, are going to give Flair on Raw is ra- 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 the, ra- 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 the best? Where are we? Where are we? No, no. Hey, Flair. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What, what did you say to
1: Hulk Hogan? Oh,
0: Hogan! We <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: great. I love it. He's uh he's on he's on the sauce again. Uh,
0: new day uh, take on uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode ahead of their largest tag team turmoil match in the history. Uh oh, forever for- <laughs> and it's for reals, bitch. <laughs> Nikki Cross uh, looks to continue her SmackDown Women's Division uh, ascent against Mandy Rose on
1: FS1. No, no Brian Nakamura stuff. Brian no? Nakamura stuff? No. He Brian pinned Nakamura last week. Eh, yeah. So what? Get over it. It's not going to happen. Fuck you. <laughs> also, tomorrow night is the debut of Backstage WWE Backstage. Uh, is, is Renee Young gonna fucking cut a promo on the fans again? Did she do it last time? yeah she did it to this one Twitter troll. Which who? I mean, I guess, I guess he deserved it, but some Twitter trolls do deserve. Like that. I said, Backstage. I'm I'm kind of cautiously optimistic about it because I do think Renee Young is fantastic at everything she does. But she's a treasure. If this could no, this could easily turn just turn into the bump. Yeah. But on a t- national television where it's just fucking WWE state-run I, I propaganda. Hate that show. It's terrible. I
0: hate that fucking show. It's worse than anything. So anyways, all right. I guess I think that about does it for us here today. on it's the a fucking X-
1: behemoth of a show. Behemoth. Uh, well. All
0: right, guys. Let's get out of here. Um, you will see us uh, next week. Um, or, fuck, what? You gave up on the SmackDown reviews? I just need a co-host. Okay. But I think this week I'll have a co-host let's hope so let's fucking hope so anyways guys i'm ready for a good time i'll see you guys uh saturday if not I'll, i'm just gonna do a solo show if i don't have a co-host um see you saturday morning smack it saturday morning smack it uh then the raw review then back again next week with the b show cool all right let's get out of here for city wrestling radio for us i'm Corey smith
1: i'm michael vergara and uh we'll see you later have a great
0: weekend Bye.